I talked over someone's snapping. Thank you. You're welcome. What the f*** is going on down there? Hello everyone, welcome to episode 448. That's 4 plus 4 equals 8 of WTF and TFW. On my left is TJ Omega. There's a left? I don't know. I have an idea right now. Uh, sure, go for it. Alright. Uh, on my right is our own blinking white guy, Aaron. I, I cannot uh, live up to that, which is Drew. But I've seen you blink pretty darn... Yeah. Like if we... I, I know, I know, but... But it's been a long since, time since I've flown in an uh, flown an airplane, and I don't have the hair nor the build. Listen, we we got to try to create our own meme generator person, all right? And it's kind of falling onto you. You've got science, you've got helicopters, whatever those are. You've got your your Suzy. You've got your uh, your your blood of the black, blood, blood of the black blood of the, the coffee. Yeah. Uh, and you've got your uh, your what's it called? Your your blinking and your science. Okay, and you're also the car guy. So I mean, you're 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 dripping with meme juice. All right, all right, we'll talk. Okay, it'll be worth it. I recently uh, reread the Wikipedia page about uh, the Elephant Man, and so you know, I've I've got a I've got a mind for for making an attraction out of somebody. Okay, no worries. <laughs> We're here to talk about Toy Fair again. <clears throat> this time I'm joined by Aaron and TJ, and we're gonna we're gonna go through the same list that me and Seth went through in the previous episode, uh, with all these fresh takes and probably a whole lot more time spent on R.I.D. since uh, we care about it a whole lot more. And uh, I, I held back a little bit because I figured, like, why just scream at Seth all about what I'm excited about while he quietly sits there? <laughs> so we I, I tried to have a little bit more. Uh, uh, planning about spreading myself across the two recordings this time. But just like last time, the first thing in the topic list is the Hasbro panel, which I put in there for reference because literally everything in that panel was or is better discussed in the photos that we have available to us now. Um, in fact, we have more photos now because I believe that between the last recording and this one, uh, I forgot to add it to the topic list, but those uh, official photos of the Generations things and the CAD model style uh, were released to the various websites, so I'll go dig those up while we're talking, but I'm pretty sure you guys have seen those already. Uh, so let's go into the fun stuff, that being Trypticon. Now, we recorded uh, a sealed envelope conversation where we thought, you know, hey, we got this robot mode of Trypticon, let's speculate, and then, uh, you know, release the episode after everyone's already seen it, so you can hear how smart we are. But uh, now we've all seen Trypticon, so Aaron, uh, knowing everything about him now that we do, um, I just have more questions, man. Like, what's one of your questions? Um, the for his like spaceship mode and even potentially his base mode, it looks like there is a cockpit for full tilt in his ramp. Yeah, and uh, I want to say like I heard... the the one cad image that's like the big IGN branded one. Yeah, looks like you can see like a chair in there. I want to say it got confirmed that he can go in there. Uh, now I'm questioning myself. Yeah, see, that's I, I, I'd, I'd seen people say like, yeah, it clearly looks like it opens up, and surely what comes with it will go in there. But I don't know if that's like, as the, there's a spot for the car to go in there, 
but that doesn't make sense because the car's got his place on the chest of the dinosaur and the car certainly kind of goes in there. Top. I, I can I can say with some certainty because I it was like but, there's there's a but, whole gimmick where you can drive a car up a ramp underneath that cockpit. Right, but the question is, is it does it go in as the car or as the robot? So the car I think is almost for certain, and the robot seems very likely. I'm not going to be mad if there isn't a chair, but it's it's really I'm I almost, I'm so sure that I caught that there is a chair in there. Well, TJ, how do you feel about the the potential uh, tail born cockpit? It's an interesting idea because it it's a subtle detail. There's all you do is add that clear cockpit to the underside of the tail and add a couple little wings. And all of a sudden this vague tank like it's the best we could do kind of, you know, artillery mode turns into this massive spaceship. Yeah. And it, it throws to uh, one of my favorite things about the video games, which is Trypticon really doesn't want to be a spaceship. <laughs> he would love to not be a spaceship, but he has to. It's a weird spaceship when you realize you can just see his T-Rex head just kind of sticking out the back. Yeah, that's just and he's just screaming the whole time, like, I don't yeah. want to do this. Just flying backwards. Yep. Vague idea of where he's going. Just spinning around now and then, you know, even though he he's got optic sensors up front, he's like, No, I gotta see what's uh what's in front. And they're like, stop spinning doing horizontal spins in space uh well tj are you are you are you uh digging the full reveal on this dude are you are you feeling confident about Trypticon? uh i actually am there are some interesting changes going on like the base mode does look very much to the g1 and that's pretty much what i was hoping for but i love the added gimmicks to him i was questioning how much play mode you could really get out of him considering he's just a big plastic t-rex mm -hmm. and, and you know just not gonna have the articulation of a full robot and then they get a little bit crazy we have this spaceship and these vague ramp gimmicks that have yet to be like fully disseminated we have this we have a titan master swallowing gimmick and my favorite part yeah. is in in the in the Unicron.com Facebook video, they said that you can also just open up his stomach and the inside of his stomach has little battle stations for Titan Masters to, to operate. So I love this idea that that's actually like a battle station area, but he's a big dumb idiot. So he keeps trying to eat Autobots and just dropping them into the, the battle station HQ inside of his stomach. <laughs> oh, why am I getting indigestion? Must have been something I ate. <laughs> Piece of candy. Oh they're god! Like, they're like you're. They're like Trypticon. You're supposed to be a, an HQ. You're supposed to be at the back of the battlefield from from which we can operate launch artillery. Now I want to eat somebody. Like, I'm I'm into this. And also, he has esophageal sculpting. Like he has a sculpted esophagus piece running down his neck. It's one of the creepiest things I've seen. Like just knowing that I can open up his gigantic head and there's this whole gullet i can stare down yeah i'm a gullet starer so i'm cool with this god if i still see this makes me wish i still had my world's smallest figures just to start feeding them into there i mean they're always kicking mm -hmm. around i think there's also copious knockoffs of them oh god yeah so yeah you, you can you can load back up if you really want to <laughs> um aaron how do you feel about uh, some of the gimmickry we uh, have learned about on this dude um i'm glad for it it'll be a nice uh counterpoint to uh metro and fort um, yeah 
I just wish I had space to really have like two two of them preparing for battle on opposite sides of the field. I mean, you can just get some fishing wire and hang them from the ceiling. Hang them from the ceiling, yeah. And that'll be great until the day that one of those lines gives out and crushes me. <laughs> it'd be worth it. You know, that'd be a story. Um, by the way, did you guys catch the bit where uh, uh, apparently, like, early on, they had to decide, do we have electronics or do we make full tilt? Uh, that was another thing in, in one of those Facebook videos. And I, I was really happy to hear that that conversation happened, knowing how the conversation ended. Because I think they made the right choice myself. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. must have missed that. But yeah, that's, I think, the right choice. Yeah, that was it's, super early on, apparently. That was like a, a decision they had to make before they could really get into this thing. Yeah, I, I really prefer the idea of full tilt. Yeah. I mean, especially because the electronics you really want out of Trypticon is the walking gimmick, and you're not going to get that. So what's the point? Yeah, and, and you know, having full tilt as not a Legends toy, but just a straight-up deluxe with a headmaster uh it super pumps up the the bang for your buck on on Trypticon in my opinion because mm-hmm. he, he looks like a decent deluxe and he's got like mm-hmm. a cockpit you know he's a fully yeah. featured titan returns deluxe like the it whole, looked like... like maybe just a bit less than deluxe like he's the same height but mm-hmm. it doesn't look like he's as complex well uh, no, transformation no. Like, you know, like i don't see a cockpit or anything for his headmaster to fit in oh the in one of the videos they showed it uh, is like, there? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of the Facebook videos I saw from the show floor. There's an actual cockpit in there, uh, which is huh. ca- kind of cool because there are also places to stick his headmaster on Trypticon, like in the back of yeah. Trypticon's head. Well, that's the whole idea is that you get at least one bit to where you can just play with all the functionality of uh, your gigantic figure. That's the whole point of full tilt and... Uh... You know, all, all the ones that came with the city bots. Yeah, but uh, yeah, full tilt. I, I saw in a video he's got like a like on uh, on deluxe chrome dome, just like a, you know, a car cockpit. Hmm. You just lift the roof up um, like the, the main thing about full tilt that that is like the downgrade is he's basically just going to be cast in purple plastic and have like yeah. two paint apps on his chest. <laughs> have you seen a G1 full tilt? I have. And so that's cool. Uh, it's worth noting, by the way, that like they said in the video I saw, that the full tilt on the showroom floor was a gray prototype that had been hand-painted purple, so he probably looks a whole hell of a lot better than what the yeah, production there, would look like. There was a lot of the show floor picks that you could see that were all hand-painted. I think yeah. um, one of the triple changers looked rather solidly hand-painted as well. Yeah. And like that, that's going to bring out a lot of details uh, in a way that you're you're really not going to see in person uh, when it's done in production. So you know, prepare yourself for that now, so you're not super upset. Well, my bet is this full tilt may have been just a gray plastic that they just dipped in purple paint. I I believe that I, I want to say they literally said that. Or maybe red the, plastic. Now you, I think I think in the video I saw they said he was gray. Like I think he was one of the gray prototypes that was photographed for the IGN reveal. Okay. Um, but yeah, just chucked it in a bucket of purple paint. Yeah, just dip them in there, swirl them around a little bit. Um, I'm I'm actually the most excited about full tilt because I my favorite part of of Metroplex. This isn't actually meant to be a dig on the toy. It's just true. One of my favorite parts of him is Scamper because I think Scamper's a super fun little toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm I'm kind of happy that full tilt looks like he's going to be one of my favorite parts of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna it's it's kind of weird. It actually kind of keeps to the old formula because full tilt was bigger than g1 scamper yeah 
Yeah, nope. just this weird way how this works out because Scamper was Legends class. Yeah, it's a full tilt is a, is a much bigger boy who has literal tailgate as a headmaster. Uh, did you guys see the the control art or the design art? Because like his headmaster's robot mode just looks like tailgate. I'll tell you why. Why? Because the only appearance of tailgate in G one was to get stomped on by Trypticon. I completely forgot about that scene. You're right. I remember because I went. Me and Crin went looking for that to hear what tailgate sounded like in G one. He sounds like a person. <laughs> he sounds like a voice yeah. actor doing a line for someone else. That's it. He, did, as far as I know, he didn't appear in any other episodes. He just he got flattened into the ground. That's about it. Yeah. It was, what was it? Him and uh, and Swerve. Was it him and Swerve or him and Outback that got stepped on? Uh, Outback got punted. Right. Right. That was a super dumb scene. Well, it's one of those scenes like we've seen in anything, you know, where the big bad villain comes up and he just lays waste to everything just to show how much more scary and monstrous he is. Yeah. It's, but it's a bunch of mini bots yeah. we've never seen before that episode. And the way he lays, lays waste to some of them is like his foot steps into screen, covers the two who were standing there, and now they're a pair of heads sticking out of the sand. <laughs> and it's like Looney Tunes almost. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and uh, for those who might not have caught it, like Trypticon is uh, about twenty inches tall. He's apparently the uh, the biggest Decepticon ever made, and they think he might be the biggest base mode ever produced at like uh, I think they said thirty six inches across, which is not that impressive when you realize his base mode is his legs splitting in half and extending straight out to the sides. So there's there's a bit of that lockdown style uh, dimensional cheating going on, which I, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, in general, let's, let's set space considerations aside. Are you guys down for this trip to con? Yes. All right. It's as simple as that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think this guy has taken every lesson to learn from Metroplex and Fort Max and applied them beautifully. Uh, the, the only thing I'm worried about is whether his hip ratchets will be strong enough, which is a lesson that, you know, has been applied to Fort Max, but since this is a new design, I'm like, that's, that's what I think my one and only major worry is whether or not he's going to have the Metroplex syndrome of kind of collapsing in on himself. If you shake him too much, I mean, aside from literally shaking him, I mean like, you know, poking and prodding mm -hmm. at him, you know what I mean? Uh, are you guys ever going to connect his ramps to Fortress Maximus's ramps and all the leader toys ramps? Mm. Uh, no. I need Fort Max. All right. Did did he have? I guess I didn't see the end of the ramps. If they have the matching, yeah, they're on the ends of the base shape. mode. Oh, on like the back of the legs. I was thinking yeah. the ones that were running down the side of the. Oh um, yeah. No, no. Sorry, I'm I'm still jumping back and forth between the on floor photos, and I think it may just be a ramp inside of that tail part rather than a chair. Those up close ones. Make yeah. it look like it just drops down. I'm hoping Which, maybe there's okay. maybe there's there's some stuff in there that we just haven't seen yet. I I think I read somewhere that someone got them to lift that. Oh no! The thing I saw was that they uh, they can't they couldn't lift the canopy up because this was too much of a prototype and that would break it. That's right. I could very well see that. Uh, yeah, because I think someone asked if they could lift it, and oh, I'm this is all very hazy for me because I, I took in a whole lot of Toy Fair uh, in a short amount of time. I recall something where where it was said that the canopy could not be lifted up on this copy because it was like either glued down or 
the the toy was too much of a, a shaky prototype to, to I could well it. see it all just be glued together. A lot of times they've had these display things for Toy Fair that are very much glued together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, they said in, in I think the Unicron.com Facebook video that internally they actually have an official name for connecting Fort Max to Trypticon and they're calling it Cybertron City. And okay. let me tell you, that's a real bunk looking city. If you take those two base modes and just connect them together. <laughs> well, you've got to have like blaster and sound wave in between. That's still a real bunk looking city. That, though. That's, that's that's like the infill area. Yeah. And then, and then you've got the nice suburb that's off to the side that's uh, Power Master Optimus Prime. And then you got like the weird tech land that's six shot in tank mode. Because uh, that's how he's appearing in... in, in in the, the Sky Shadow instructions where they show a bunch of leader toys connected to Fort Max, Six shots one of them and it's just him in tank mode. Like, look, he's part of the city. I'm like, okay, that, sure. That's the army base that's <laughs> on the south side of town. Um, but yeah, Trypticon, I think, was, a, was a, a, a real hit at Toy Fair for me. And also, the thing we were talking about, do you guys agree? Like, I felt that seeing him, like, photos of him in physical, a lot of his uh, detail softened in a, in a very pleasant way. You know, he, he lost that heavily greebled look that the CAD model yeah. had. Yeah. Well, again, it's a it's a case of, you know, the CAD model is always going to be much tighter in its looks. And then also like paint and the like. And anything else about Trypticon you guys want to throw out or should we move into the meat of the generations reveals? I'm I'm feeling very satisfied with what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. You can go for the meat. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, the main generations reveals. There are showroom images and now CAD images as well. A bunch of stuff was shown off. Uh, let's do the predictable ones first. Uh, I mentioned last week I, I felt bad because I don't think these toys look bad at all. It's just that like we all knew they were coming, so it made me uh, not really feel anything when we saw them on the showroom floor. But uh, Octone and Blitzwing are coming. They are retools of the Optimus and Megatron that literally look like them. Uh, the retooling is is actually farther than I was expecting it to go, which is nice, especially on Octone. Uh, giving him a new nose cone makes him look a lot more like who he's supposed to be. But... Uh, I don't have a ton to add about them. Like they, they look fine to me. Um, TJ, I know you're big on the Blitz. How are you feeling about this Blitzwing? It definitely feels a lot more like the Blitzwing I've been wanting than the previous attempt. Mm-hmm. Like, and now, now I actually can speak from like actual experience with that mold that does make a fairly good Blitzwing. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I still haven't messed with either of them, so I, I don't know anything about them. Which also was making it hard for me to to have much of an opinion on these. Yeah, but it's very, very nice looking so far. You know, he looks pretty, pretty freaking good in all three modes. Yeah. The, uh, the way he's, he pulls off the old G1 color swap pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, Aaron, how are you feeling about that Blitzwing? Uh, looks good. I just got Megatron, so I had a whole lot of points of comparison. It seems like the only thing that's getting remolded is just the chest. It's not even the ab panels. Mm. Yeah, he's still got there the... Anything uh, else? It's, I mean, he the head, obviously, but that's easy enough to do with a new part. Yeah. And then he's got a actual tank cannon instead of the little stubby thing that Megatron has. 
Yeah, well, well, they both, both had, they both had that stubby thing. It's just the extra no, part. No, can... Megatron has just like cut off the end of the the barrel. Versus what? Blitzwing has a full barrel for his tank. Uh, um, turret. No, it's the end of his gun. Nuh-uh. Yes. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, FYI. Like, I'm, I'm clicking back and forth. It's the same molding. I, ha- I have a Megatron in my hand looking at the Blitzwing picture. Blitzwing has a different cannon on the turret than Megatron does. Where is my Megatron? Like, I'm looking... Because Megatron has a little stumpy thing because you put a fusion cannon over the end of it and make a really big cannon. That or I've got some deformed Megatron that happens to work perfectly. No, no, no. I got... No, no. I've got it in my hands. It looks like the same... God, it looks like the same... It looks like they're doing the same trick where his gun is going to be... Where, like, that tank cannon is going to have a stump unless you attach his gun. No. Like the same base is there. Like I'm flipping a... back and forth between his robot mode picture and his tank mode picture. And I, I, I'm looking the gun at the he's, on the, the gun floor he's image. Mm-hmm. He has the same Titan Master rides in it gun, and he has for his tank mode. He has a cannon where Megatron has a little like a little stubby thing. Well, I'm looking at the CAD model pictures where he's got that. He has that gun. But he has um, another gun that attaches to it, and that's what forms the front of his tank barrel. Well, I I don't trust CAD over top of in-hand item, so... There could, in-hand there item could might be, just not include it. The, the, the one that was on the showroom floor might have been using a repainted Megatron part for logistics sakes, too. Yeah, that wouldn't be a Megatron part, because Megatron's... Megatron's... Let me take a picture of it and at you guys, everybody <laughs> oh else on God. the internet. I can take a look at this. Well, I'm. This is I, for I also, Chris's sake. I also, yeah, I, have, I I am struggling between three Google image searches to keep up with what you guys are talking about because <laughs> I don't have that Megatron figure. No, that's I, sw- I swear that's just the I, that's just the barrel that's been left on the tank. Because I'm also I want I want to throw out there those CAD models have been inaccurate before. Um, due to the nature of being CAD models and stuff on the show floor has been inaccurate before uh, yeah. due to being hand-painted, test shots, etc. Because, uh, I mean, like, Megatron clearly has a fusion cannon cannon and Blitzwing clearly has a thin cannon cannon. That's what I'm seeing as a, as a layman who has neither. <laughs> yeah, that's the hand cannon that, the, that they show in the model. But that do, hand do, cannon do, has do, a chair in it. Ascending? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure how the hand cannon cannon, the the ride-on gun, would... That is not what's represented on that CAD model. This is that also... CAD model has a slightly different variation of something that... This is going to be the worst thing you, to listen you, to in, yeah. in like six yeah. months when everyone yeah, has when the you, toy. Because when you look at the CAD model version, he's got a stubby gun the same as Megatron does. Yeah, same gun. Which makes me think that what they're showing off the end of the ride-on gun may well plug into the end of a barrel. However, with what they're showing as the on-floor, that is a full piece yeah, that comes off the end of that barrel. There's now I get what you're talking about. 
there's additional rings of stuff and what appears to be some kind of hole in the end of it. That does not equate to what's on the CAD model. That would have to be a piece that's molded in and of itself because that's not some other makeshift thing, which makes me believe that that is what Blitzwing is going to end up as. Maybe the CAD model thing was a idea and towards the end of it, they decided, hey, why don't we just make something that's the full size of the barrel and call it a day? Either way, he's going to have three giant foil stickers on each of his wings. Which suck. Yep. I'm super not looking forward to seeing those uh, in person. Factory applied. Although, I'll throw it out there. Sky Shadow has got some uh, foil stickers that are not insignias. And uh, the one I have actually doesn't look too bad considering they're factory applied. So maybe they're getting better, except Blitzwings are also going over transformation seams. So maybe that's going to wreck everything. I don't know. Uh, Aaron, I know you're not a fan of those foil stickers. No. Uh, um, on both Megatron and Prime, they're peeling on corners. And uh, TJ, how do you feel about factory applied foil stickers? Um, I'm going to confirm everything Aaron says because it's likewise for me. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I am the biggest not a fan of those. Those are the the new Vac Metal Chrome for Titans Return. At least they're removable easily, unlike Vac Metal Chrome, where you have to get you know meth chemicals and be a weird Heisenberg person. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I'm I'm not a fan of those, especially since I I hate pulling off stickers because I I for whatever reason I'm like you know I know I'm paying for these stickers either way. And I wish I could actually enjoy them, but they, they usually just look very tacky. Well, I uh, think the biggest fault with this batch of stickers is they feel like they're a very thin material. I mean, the the ones on Blitzwing look pretty darn thin to me, too. Right. They've got that reflective quality that makes me think like paper-thin foil. Uh, moving on from him, though, let's talk about Octone, the third name now that this poor gentleman has, has to don. Where, where is Octone coming from? Did I miss something? So you can't is get Octane. Just... Tankor is too confusing. So what if we take the little dash off the bottom right corner of the A in his name? So if it you, was, if you is there actually name... official stuff that's Octone? Yeah. Um... Or is it just press release where somebody typed really fast and didn't hit spell check because all of these robot names show up as red squiggles. I believe that they straight up like the reports from the, the panel were that they were straight up like pointedly saying his name is now Octone. Okay. Um, which I hope is the case. If it is just Octane, then that, you know, that's great for everybody, but I like the idea that he's on a third name now because I, I really hope Marguerite Scott works that into till all are one since she's responsible for tall Tankor and fat Tankor. I, I still prefer be... Tall Tankor and Fat Tankor. I do too, but I would love it if their next plot that they go through is Tall Tankor is like, I think I want to change my name to Octone. And if people are like, what, what's Octone mean? It's eight tones. Yeah, he's like, listen, I'm <laughs> musical, okay? According to Google, it is a record label. Octone Records. Hey, maybe they paid for this. I don't know. Maybe their CEO is a huge Octane fan. Uh... Now, another toy I've not messed with is the, the, the Optimus Prime that's out now that is a pre-tool of this figure. Um, but I, I can definitely see that the uh, the nose cone area of the jet mode has been made to look like a jumbo jet, which mm-hmm. is good for, for an Octane, but it serves to, it works better for the weird trailer cylinder that it's attached to. 
but it also just continues to highlight how weird looking that jet mode is in a way that I, I to this day, do not really mind. Uh, I'm not sure what else is remolded on him, but Aaron, uh, how are you feeling about Octone? Uh, not bad. Um, I like that his, his wings, uh, remolded. Um, Prime's wings have, uh, like an additional hinge in them and they never seem like they fit right. I think that having that as one piece, uh, is going to come off better. The other thing mm -hmm. that it looks like he doesn't have the like laser holes or whatever on the shoulder pillars. Oh yeah. yeah Prime got does. The venting in there. Yeah. And then the, the chest part and the ab panel are, are different molds. Oh, cool. Um, because oh, yeah, Prime's, yeah. Is, Prime's is very much windows and a grill. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think that the nose cone, as subtle of a change as it is, goes a long way. Yeah. That and, and like the, the, having a color scheme like Octane's does really change the identity of that jet mode for the better. Mm -hmm. Because you don't you don't have this rogue cockpit and nose cone jutting out of what is very clearly a, a tanker trailer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it certainly it means you know his tanker trailer is going to be bright white, which you know right. won't, won't do a lot of favors. But yeah, uh, I, I I was trying to get a hold of that Optimus and Megatron on Walmart.ca. I found a coupon code, and between finding the coupon code and going back to the site, they both sold out. No, no. So I was going to get them for ten dollars less. That would have been nice, but alas, uh, still Octone looks pretty darn good. Um, all things considered, Octane never really gets like a good a good swing at toys in my experience. So like, because I, I've I've heard a lot of a lot of mixed reports on the on the the Voyager Optimus and Megatron, and often I hear people like it's it's kind of split down the middle. It's always like someone likes one a lot more than the other. Yeah. And uh, it, it, that tends to f swing back and forth. Uh, but I know, like, there are a lot of folks who are super not into that Optimus. And so, you know, this probably ain't good news for them. Um, I, I haven't got an opinion yet myself. But uh, it's kind of neat that the, the all three Decepticon triple changers are just sitting there at Toy Fair. This whole Toy Fair is... There's stuff about this Toy Fair that, like, if I step back, it's kind of cool. Uh, yeah. You know, that, like, I'm going into this Toy Fair... There are the three triple changers all done at the same size class. And my reaction is, oh, yeah, I mean, we all knew that was coming. You know, <laughs> I just I just have been very happy with the fact that they have taken the theme of of an era and are making sure that it gets finished. Yeah. You know, every everything out of here is that like 87, 88 ish range and it's nice that they are following through very well and then finding other things that work inside that world too. Yeah. It's like, it's like if we're doing someone and they're going to be in Titans return, ergo, they're going to have a headmaster. It's like they're making, they're, they're going out of their way to not have you two years from now stuck with, you know, a set of characters who go together where one of them's a headmaster and the other two aren't right. Uh, or wildly different price points or across, four years of stuff with three Optimus Primes in between. Yeah. Like, there's there's the small risk of this, which is, like, this may lead to more repetition in shorter amounts of time. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, I'm not saying, uh, the, what's it called, Power of the Primes is going to literally have the three triple changers again. But I feel like if this uh, mentality remains, you know, two or three years from now, they might say, hey, let's try Blitzwing again. 
which is going to then mean like uh, let's do also Octane and Astro Train. I don't think right. it's a bad thing, but I feel like that that's, you know, for people who are more particular about that, that is a slippery slope to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, that like one triple changer will always mean three triple changers. Uh, DJ, how do you feel about Octone? Uh, for full transparency, I had to walk away for a minute. What piddly little detail did Aaron mention that I could contradict? Um, we were trying to figure out whether or not that really is an O at the end of his name or an A. No, uh, I was there for that. Oh, darn it. Yeah, because Octone is a <laughs> music label. <laughs> no, we were just we, we went on to onto a, a little a little tangent uh, about how I haven't found either of the toys yet. So I talked about myself for a whole lot. OK, um, so no no difference there. No, nah, yeah, it, it's all it's all on, on course. Um, Aaron was I, I, did out, double, like, I did double check Blitzwing, by the way. Aaron's completely right. I am a doof. All right. I <laughs> here, here's if, how if it if it wasn't for the face on robot mode shot making it look like that part was hollowed out, I would say that there was odds that from the tank mode it was something plopped on top of it. But with that face on robot shot, unless they made three special pieces uh for only this. No no I I did see the I did see where it's Yeah, you're right. Moving on. This is this is how good my short term is right now. When you say when you say I'm a doof I literally don't even remember what you guys were <laughs> like. I, I remember the theme of what you were arguing about, but I can't remember the specifics anymore. Oh, my God. Because I was so already not entirely able to keep up due to not having the figure. <laughs> about now, two minutes of the worst parts of this podcast and we you completely forget what it was. Well, I started talking about how I couldn't find toys and that just wiped my short term. Because I was like, remember when I was trying to buy these off Walmart's website and I couldn't? Yeah, me. I do remember that. What were they? What were these two talking about? I don't know. Oh, TJ's back. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Aaron pointed out like all the remolded parts on Octone, uh, the chest, the wings, the nose cone. Um, and I, I was talking about how the uh, the color scheme, I think, unifies that jet mode a bit more. Yeah, that's the trick to him is that jet mode. Mm-hmm. He comes up looking a lot like the Universe 2 Jetmo, where the wings are just super stumpy. Yeah, and there's there's a whole lot of stuff under them. Mm-hmm. At the very least, it's a little less distracting than it is on Prime, probably because of the the contrast in the colors. Yeah, and uh, I, I like the I like the way the wings turned out once you get to his robot mode. Like I, I think the proportion of the wings to the rest of his body looks really good. Yeah. Um. Like, there's a third-party Octane I have by Unique Toys that I really like. The one problem I have with him is that, as a result of all his transformations, his wings are kind of enormously long in robot mode. Uh, and so, from many angles, it looks fine. But when you look at him dead on, it's like his... the From wing to wing, horizontally, is like almost as tall as he is from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not longer. And it's just, it's a little distracting. Yeah, I like how even the wings are redone to a way where you can't even get the same silhouette with Prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I need to track down that Prime and Megatron because I uh, I want opinions. I want I want I don't want opinions on them. I want to have opinions on them. Um. Also, I'm just looking up their Titan Master names because that's who I am. Uh, Blitzwing comes with Hazard, and Octone comes with Merc. What did you have to do in life to end up being called Merc? Merc with a U, Merc with an E. Merc with a U, M-U-R-K. Ugh. That's just a, that's like if your name was like oil or like, you know, Splitch. 
Or Blot. Yeah. Like, is Merc Blot's, like, cousin? <laughs> you know, what does Blot do? He turns into a nose monster. What does Merc do? He turns into Octane's head. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unfortunate family. <laughs> so sorry to hear about that, Merc. No, it's cool. Octane's all right, except for all the times he keeps changing his name and then yelling at me because I can't remember it. Uh... Anyway, uh, also, I wanted to throw out there, I think Octane, Octone's uh, faceplate looks pretty darn big for a Titan Master faceplate. Like, it's it's got a huge amount of his his helmet crest detail. Um, Blitzwing's is pretty, like, it just feels like Blitzwing and Octone have really, like, head mode first kind of designs on the faceplates. Mm-hmm. Like, that they're, they're not compromising to fit the dimensions. I think a lot of that comes from just how little like that little the voyager thing of like the extra greeble sticking up yeah like, the extra little bit sticking up to widen the head up it doesn't quite work on that mold yeah like those those purple things next to octane's head look kind of dumb mm-hmm. um and I, those are the bits you can fold down right yeah yeah i'm i'm keeping those down they uh they look kind of silly but uh the other super predictable reveal the third one if you will would be overlord what with a figure that looks a whole lot like him already being on the market, it's uh, it's not surprising that guess what? Sky Shadow was a pre-tool for Overlord, and here's what he looks like. <gasps> That's right. Um, and and again, I feel I feel really bad about how unenthusiastic. Like I was actually more enthusiastic about Overlord because there's more new stuff about him than on Blitzwing and Octane. But I was like, it's also kind of cool that at this toy fair, one of the centerpieces on display is just frigging G1 Overlord redone with modern engineering. And my reaction is, oh, yeah, we all knew that was coming. Yeah. You know, like we're... And that's a, that's another one that looks super painted. All the black on him looks like it got about three coats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's of, super of glossy. Like, testers. Yeah, the jet mode looks like oily. It looks... Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it lubed up. And like um, you remember the first time you you painted a model and you're like, ah, it's not entirely full coverage. I'll paint it all more. I, yeah. I, I still do that. <laughs> oh. Um, partly because I'm lazy, but also because I'm like, I don't like seeing streaks. And so mm-hmm. I know what I should be doing is watering the paint down to milky consistency and doing three coats. But I'm just doing it straight out of the pot or I'm using a paint pen. So I'm not or even just, using a brush. Or just pouring it straight out of that games workshop. paint yeah. Yeah. It's just right onto the figure. <laughs> wipe it around with my fingers and complain that I have paint on my hands. Um, So Overlord, I think, looks really good as a G1 Overlord. Uh, I think that that is what he is supposed to be first and foremost. Like, I know there have been debates about how Nick Roche, his face sculpt looks, but, like, that is G1 Overlord. That is a boxy man. Uh, Like, that... that I, I don't mind that at all. It's just that I, I think that um, that toy was not trying to look like uh idw overlord um in its design process until maybe the very end so i'm I'm not upset about that either like i think g1 overlord is kind of getting forgotten nowadays mm-hmm. uh and, and i mean yes they, they look very similar it's just g1 overlord to me is always a bit boxier and wider um and uh i, I think it looks it looks really cool like the uh, the arms are completely different from sky shadow the torso is completely different from sky shadow uh as is the helmet um the uh, the cockpit as well. There is a ton that's different from the waist up. Uh, the tank I think is straight up identical, uh, which you know I don't mind. It's not like that you know that that's like if it, the tank I think is straight up identical because there was no reason to make the tank look different on Sky Shadow. 
Yeah. Um, it's not really the other way around. But uh, having now had Sky Shadow in hand, I'm really looking forward to that Overlord. I've had the question posed to me, like, which do you think looks better? And, like, uh, my answer right now is I need to see Overlord in person to see how that shoulder no, area looks. No, you, you have to answer that question right now. Which that's, one do you think looks that's better? That's how I answer it is I deferred. Which one? No, I no, you don't get to defer. You don't get to deflect. Sorry, which but one who, looks better? Who's gonna, who's, which one looks better? Who's which one looks better? Who's gonna which one looks better? Which one looks better? Aside from the guy on which Skype one looks who's repeating himself over and over Which again. one looks better? Like, we can just keep going, Which one I looks guess. better? Um, which one looks better? I'm, I'm a big fan which of... Which one uh, better? Of uh, well-done steak, I think, looks better. Because it's more you uniform in color. Animal. <laughs> which no, think, one looks better? I think Overlord looks fine. Uh, okay. That's I'll I'll take that as a whatever because I, well, I'm I'm getting tired of the joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, I, what I want to know about Overlord is how it, the reason I want to see him in person is because the front shots of him make his torso to shoulder areas look a bit wider than I'd like, but that looks like the kind of effect that disappears when I'm able to turn the figure left and right. Um, you know, like like many Rodamai end yeah. up being in person. Um, well, I think he also has a black is slimming effect going on. Because he shot against some, the six-shot box that's behind him, so some of his black, like, oh, lats yeah, yeah. and waist are disappearing into that box. For sure. Yeah, that, that's that's probably playing into it a bit. Um, the, the big reveal on him, though, is someone, uh, I, I think it might have been uh, Ian Reed remotely getting someone to check this out who might have been the one to, to break the seal but they did fold open those chest panels and inside those chest panels is a socket that looks like you can just push a headmaster in uh yeah and so like seated not as a head no no you no can, as a head yeah as a head was it as a head i thought it yeah. looked like it was as a seat it looks that like makes it really awkward the, then. the silhouette looks like you take a head that's looking at you and just push it in like so the mm -hmm. back of the head's inside his torso and the face is staring out of his pectoral um, but so, you know what? That works. Oh, yeah. Oh, it works so good. The theory that was then put out is, you know, if you just replace the face plate with an engine plate, mm -hmm. then you have power masters that go in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, between Sky Shadow and Overlord, we have two Titan masters whose bodies are modeled after Giga and Mega. So uh, I bet I know what Takara Tomy's going to do with this figure. Mm -hmm. um, and also I, I can confirm with Sky Shadow that like Six Shot, if they were just to make a faceplate and glue it into the helmet, that would not affect transformation whatsoever. So he doesn't need to be a headmaster, uh, mm -hmm. which which I think is super cool because that means that having messed with Sky Shadow, this design is totally akin to that six shot where it's someone who clearly adores the original toy and is just making a fun, simple to transform, satisfying version of it with modern articulation. And I'm, I'm way into that. Um... So I'm I'm looking forward to this Overlord coming out because it also finishes off the Phase Sixers, uh, which make for a cool display from what we've seen. Um, they're all like you know the Titans Return Phase Sixers are big kind of blocky dudes, but it, it works I think. Mm -hmm. um, TJ, how you how you feeling about this Overlord altogether? This is one of the most anticipated figures for me. Mm -hmm. I I've been a G1 Overlord has been on my to get list forever in that little corner that I never speak of because I never have the money to look in that corner. Mm -hmm. This looks fantastic. This is everything I could have wanted out of a modern overlord and more. Cause I can imagine just how many good pictures are going to come out of those Titan master sockets. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I'm the bonehead who is like, you know, if you put them in with the face facing inward, the back of their legs can kind of be like an engine. And, you know, <laughs> not taking off the plate that makes them ahead and putting an engine thing in there. Like, that's a really clever oh. way to, to, to work Power Masters into this. Didn't someone... Someone didn't someone tell me that you floated an idea of putting two night beats in there? No, that's what someone told me when I said put them in facing, you know, inward. Someone said, but then you wouldn't have night beats screaming face staring out of his boobs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're right. That's a much better idea. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Something that could actually get me to buy another one of those. Yeah. Or not. Don't buy another night beat. Night beats terrible. <laughs> but that's the idea. I want one now. No, just get to for this. Get the uh, who was it? Um, is it Rewind? Yes, yeah, Rewind. Get get to Japanese Rewind, who comes with a better painted night beat. But then it's two different night. It's two different looking night beats. Yes, yeah, the yin and the yang. It's the left boob and the right boob. You can't have mismatched boobs. Uh, yo, let me. Um, hmm. <laughs> let me tell you about my boobs. Can you not? Okay, please? fine, fine, fine. I guess some people don't want to hear about my breasts. Um. Aaron, how do you feel about the delivery on this Overlord? I think he looks good. Um, I <clears throat> This is one that I think um, may definitely hold on to see what Japan does in its stead. Um, but I I think it looks impressive. Yeah. The, the, co the colors are right, um, at least in the gaudily painted version that they directly get to pick their colors. <laughs> um but I am cautiously optimistic for the U.S. version, and I am sure that Japan is going to go all out on it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that, that said, like, if people don't want to go uh, Japanese, I would say that if you get Sky Shadow and Overlord and then just transplant Sky Shadow's faceplate to some other Titan Master, you're totally going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Overlords, really. <laughs> or just glue Overlord's faceplate into the brow of the helmet, and then you'll be set. Um, the base mode, by the way, if you, I don't know, because I know you guys haven't messed with Sky Shadow yet. I'm making assumptions, but uh, the base mode I think is going to be the weak point on him as far as looking like the original because the base mode is okay, but it sure don't look like Overlord all that much. The upside is the base mode can go uh, like the base mode is gone to straight from robot mode, so you don't have to separate him uh, hmm. when you put him in a base mode. Uh, and okay. there's 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 engineering on him specifically for the base mode, which is kind of cool. At least on Sky Shadow. I'm not sure if they'll carry that over to Overlord. But uh, those were the predictable reveals. We, we saw even more stuff. Uh, just, just sort of sitting there on the shelf. Twin Twist. To go with Topspin. He is mm -hmm. the same tooling as Topspin. Again, here's another set we finished. They displayed them standing back to back in the same pose, symmetrically. Aaron, Twin Twist. Yeah, uh, well, after... Top spin got in there. I don't think that Twin Twist is at all a surprise, especially since they have shown the dedication to completing sets. And hey, this is an easy set to complete. I know, but Twin Twist is also, it sounds like he's going to be a single carded release. Like, I that, was so sure. That I'm, that I'm happy for. That it's not getting dumped into a, a pack in or a, a package thing. I was certain he was going to be in a box set. But they look good side by side. And uh, TJ, were you expecting to see a twin twist already? 
Uh, no, I thought a lot of people were on the ball when they speculated that he'd be remolded to Misfire first. Yeah, well, I think that um, this is giving some people hope because there, I think there are some folks who really wanted to see... Oh, no, I'm thinking of a different guy. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. I, I was thinking of, uh, of a remold from Trigger Happy, but I believe that was somebody else. Yeah. That was, yeah, I'm mixing them up. But yeah, uh, I, I was there too, thinking uh, thinking Misfire would probably be our guy. And Twin Twist, because he looks so much like Topspin, would be in a in a box set. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy, though, because you, know, you need you need one if you have the other. There's just no separating those two. Like the only way this could have been even better and and more surprising is is if they were in the same wave. Oh god! Like mm. it's yeah. al- it's already looking like there's gonna they're gonna be one wave apart, which is meaning you'll probably still see them both on the shelf together at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, assuming that they actually start sending Transformers out to American shelves again, like we, who knows if they're going to do that? Uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm very happy to see uh, a twin twist, and then also to me coming out of nowhere because I, I I never remember the big rumor list anymore is a is a new Windblade, uh, new Windblade Deluxe with a Headmaster who uh, looks like she takes a lot of lessons from the first Windblade release uh, and how it compared to her. Uh, portrayal in the comic books um, I'm, I'm a little bummed out about her swords because they, they look pretty stupid and they look like they combine into a Titan Master vehicle which is a weird thing for swords to do but I, you know I'll, I'll see how it looks when it's finished I'm just I'm driven mad by the fact that nobody ever finished transforming her on the show floor as far as I saw because uh, she's got Scourge's hips and so they were protruding out and no one ever pushed her legs up there might have been something wrong with the test shot. I don't know. It looked awful. I don't know. Aaron, did you see that? Yeah. Um, that's a case of, I think it might just be like, I, with as painted as some of these seem. Like, I wonder if some paint got in there and it's just, I don't It's It's close enough. Yeah, that's what I figured. You, you, yeah. you got an idea of what it looks like. Just here, huh? It's kind of off the scourge skeleton. Who'd have thunk it? Shut up. Also... Scourge's hips showing up on more robots. Like that those hips get around. Mm-hmm. Those hips are maybe a little big for Windblade. Well, uh, the unfortunate thing is, like the way she transforms or the way that her shapes are, I are there a ton of other ways to do it? I mean it's not just a repeat of existing toys that are out there. I think I think it's a limitation of the tooling. It would have been cool if they could have kept, you know, the crotch but changed the thighs a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's also how people were able to figure out, aside from the you know, what we saw on the show floor, her thighs are literally scourges right down to the square uh sculpted mm-hmm. detail on the front. Um and so I'm I'm thinking those thighs must be like just intrinsically toolingly tied to the crotch spine area. Um, that are man their thighs yeah them some thighs how how many characters can you say have like distinctive thigh shapes so that somebody's going to ever (laughs) call it out of like (laughs) hey no no that's obviously not her thighs because her thighs are um raising my hand right now i'm the one who's calling (laughs) speaking as an expert on windblade thighs a windblade thiologist uh, I can say that it, you know that it's a, it's a detail that sticks out to me. Um, TJ, how are you feeling about the new uh, Headmaster Windblade? It's it's an interesting choice. She's gotten a lot of toys for someone who, who didn't exist a few years ago. 
she has, although I, 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 I thought like, man, they're already making another one. Then I realized that her, her first toy came out like th almost four years ago. Has it been that long? That's yeah, tw 20, like, 2013. Yeah. God. So I I stopped myself a little bit because I was about to go like already. And then I was like, no, it's actually if, if, if you remove the red one, it's been a while. And you kind of can remove the red one because it is no matter what, it, it's still a different show different yeah. aesthetic in a way even though yeah. her yeah. red toy totally works in classics well yeah yeah like we've seen that yeah but it, it, it it's it's still weird because that is it, it's not so much that she's reused again it's that she's still so similar to how she's been like there's a there's a little bit of new stylings the wings are different and all that yeah it's still mostly the about the same style of figure and I, I, across Across the generations, R.I.D. and all the reuses of those molds. Now this one, she still keeps the same vibe to her. And I like that, like, everyone since the original, uh, you know, all two of them have all been about, let's get rid of the high heel look so the toy can stand. Yeah, that's a nice thing. Like, you know, on, on her, it's almost comical how huge her heels and toes are. It's like this, it's enormously long front foot part and this massive back heel thing. So it's like, you know who's not going to fall down? This toy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um but yeah also i i extremely hope that her headmaster can maintain all the paint apps it's got because that faceplate with that much paint looks amazing to me but i'm just worried that that might get toned down in mass production um it's also worth noting her headmaster is called scorchfire twin twist is called flame out i will never remember this stuff down the road so i'm just saying it now uh, Overlords is called Dreadnought. Hope he has a good bio. Um, the other big news is, you know how long, how many years I've been saying Legends Cosmos is like the pinnacle of Legends toys in many ways? Mm -hmm. You know what? You know what proves that really well? It's the fact that, that they're just re-releasing him. Yep, he's just coming out again, unaltered, because he's already perfect. Have they actually said? unaltered i believe that was confirmed they're, on the show not, floor they're not gonna toss a minicon foot peg on him or something no, i think on the show floor they said he is a straight re-release hmm. and so you know i'm just glad you know to to have vindication to uh to what i knew to be true which is that he is a perfect legends toy thank you so much uh john warden might just be because every time they make a new one, it's a 50-50 shot of killing the line. That's right. This is a show of confidence on the part of Titan's Return. And we're just going to release another line's Cosmos and call it a day. Um, but the other uh, Legends news is that they're going to do a straight-up new Sea Spray, who is, I think, really darn good. He, uh, he comes with, as many people have pointed out, a pizza box. And uh, I'm dead certain he has a, a Titan Master cockpit uh, in that white block that makes his torso, because all the dimensions look exactly right for that kind of thing. And uh, Seth pointed out my favorite bit, which is that the only thing hiding his head in vehicle mode is a single panel that folds up to cover his face. <laughs> which means he can just drop it down at some point and go like, oh, hi there, I'm a hovercraft. Um, so I'm, I'm digging the sea spray a lot. Uh, for whatever reason, I'm not like super excited about him. Uh, I'm just into him, and I don't know why I'm not super excited, because everything about him looks like he's Cosmos tier, and I, I really, really like it. Uh, I think it's just amidst all the other reveals, he kind of is uh, is 
washed ashore to a degree. But uh, DJ, how are you feeling about this new sea spray? He's a nice inclusion. He makes a lot of sense to do in this particular toy line. Mm. Like that's a, such a, such an easy fit for like a Titan Master to just ride in, on top of that hovercraft mode. And it's nice to see that again we're completing the mini bots now as the new Legends class. Mm. Like there's only a handful I can think of that haven't come out like in that back. size now. Well, I mean, well, we we've got brawn coming, so Outback yeah. is possible. But mm-hmm. I mean, like, we don't have uh, we don't have a Beachcomber yet. Oh yeah, which it seems like another one that'd be real easy to put a Titan Master in. Yeah, I feel like that must be on a, at least on a whiteboard somewhere, if not down yeah. the road. Yeah, because I think it's just him and Warpath. Yeah, and I, I no, uh, Warpath was a Megatron retool that came out in Commander Wars. <laughs> oh right, right, right. So. Is it just Beachcomber and Outback? My God, poor yeah. Beachcomber. Yeah, yeah. even um, Pike's the... got one. Yeah, yeah, garbage one, but he got one. Like, we, if we're counting that wind charger out of tailgate, and I think we are for the purposes of this, then it, yeah. yeah, it's just those couple that are left. We got Swerve, we got tailgate. We even got Wheelie. Who was the recolor of? Oh no, we got uh, we got um, gears in generations. Yeah, you know who we don't have? Who? Cliff Jumper. Who's that? <laughs> Someone Starscream killed once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, he was voiced by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I know. Yeah. He's... No, we've got we've got uh, we've got Chase Roadburn. He's there. <laughs> we to... got the bum- we got a red bumblebee, but it's not Cliff Jumper. Yeah. Yeah, he's close enough. <laughs> um, Aaron, how do you feel about uh, about Sea Spray? Uh, I, I dig his pizza box. Everybody's joked about it, but I think that makes for a good um, like quasi weapon and space filler. Yeah, it's also a thing. thing you can just throw away if you don't like it. Right. <laughs> so I, I I I dig the simplicity of that. Of like. You know, it, it fills in the space, so it's not just the the panel in front of his face hiding his face. You got to have some sort of air ducts to fill up the the skirt around it to make a hovercraft work. And mm. why not have him deliver pizzas as well? Because I yeah. mean, what else has he done lately? Um, didn't he fall in love with a mermaid? Yeah, that was like back in the eighties or something dumb. Are they still together, or do you think that they? Uh... How I don't know. Probably uh, not. This is yeah. this is his midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. Got dumped by her, That's and yeah, you know, got know, kicked out of the house. He's got, he's. This is like his other job that he's working. Yeah, you know, like she's under the sea. He's on Cybertron. A long long distance relationships are really difficult. And so, like, in his sadness, he was like, I don't know what I'll do. I'll make a four-pizza pizza delivery box. That's what he sank all his time into in his, like, space garage. His cyber garage. He was designing this this four-slot pizza box. Make this cannon, John Barber. I know you're listening. You can do that, right? What else is C-Spray doing? Nothing. That's what. Um, were there any? I think that's all the single-release stuff that was revealed. Aside from them revealing the wave that already came out in the Philippines. Uh, oh no, there's uh, the new Titan Master Ramhorn, who I am now much more certain is a retool of Shuffler. Uh, having recently seen another picture of Shuffler's alt mode. And I'm okay with that. But 
The thing that I didn't know last time we recorded, that I know now, is the faceplate design of Ramhorn's head mode is based on an old piece of concept art of a rhino that would turn into a headmaster from when they were designing all kinds of non-humanoid headmasters back in the 80s. So that's kind of cool. Uh, also, Ramhorn, I, they're, I guess they're just ditching the whole thing about Blaster and Soundwave from Wave 1 and 2, having that whole tablet thing. I'm also kind of cool with that. But uh, Aaron, how do you feel about Ramhorn moving on to being a Titan Master? I think it works pretty well. You're, you th- you're able to get you're able to get Ramhorn as something in there. They're getting they're pulling some like deep cut references to design art, which is always a fun thing if you have that option as well. And uh, uh, do, do trying you th- to find the the straight up photo of it. There he is. Do you think at all that like he's he's sort of just like part of what makes him work is just the fact that Shuffler's so goddamn good? Yeah, I I want to see Shuffler because it looks like it's probably um his his vehicle mode thing is a follow up to that. Mm-hmm. And we're again sharing the same like skeleton, the same bones in there. Um, but yeah, and this is and again, it's a thing that I dig the way that they're getting more and more creative with the pack in add on parts for the headmaster guys. So it's not just a head in that package. Um, yeah. And so the vehicle like actually like shuffler, I'm so looking forward to, cause he just looks like a straight up transformer, mm-hmm. like elephant mode to tank mode. It, it doesn't feel like he requires a pilot. Right. Uh, and TJ, how do you feel about Ramhorn arriving in Titans return? Um, it's not bad. It gives, uh, it gives Overkill someone at his size to fight with, at least. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Overkill. Yeah. A lot of people did. Easy to. You know? I'm looking at that Titan Master and going, is that like, is his, is his head like, is that, I mean, the Titan Master's head. Yeah. Not the Titan Master head. Like, I'm looking at it and I was like, is that like a tiny rhino head? Oh. It's like, is he pulling the same, is he pulling the same thing that, uh, that Sawback did? Now I can't find his Titan Master CAD model. I couldn't find it. Like, I think the only ram horn that was in that that uh, the CAD pictures was his head mode. Man, that would be super cool if they're doing the same thing they did with, uh, what was his name? The one that came with Twin, with Twinferno. Oh. Uh, you know where they, they made him look like the beast, the, the, the battle beast guy? Daburu. Yeah, Daburu. Yeah, yeah. Like if they're doing that with a little rhino head, I'm I'm way into that. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. Uh, no, he looks like a sizable little figure on all on his own. Like, I'm I'm ha- I'm happy to see those kind of releases come out because they make for more dynamic and interesting uh, Titan Master individuals than some of the others they've done. Yeah, and they're they're getting out there like Repugnus and Shuffler. People have got in hand, and I'm like very jealous. I want to find them in person. Uh... It's a shame that the they're the first wave to have some just straight up repeat shipments because it means I don't want to order by the case this time. Um, but that finishes off all the individual releases. Now we can get into those five packs, uh, and I, I think these five packs, you know, considering how five packs have gone in the last couple of years, I'm actually excited about these ones. I know that a lot of people aren't because you know much much like a good Botcon set, there are winners in these and there are a whole bunch of not so much winners um 
the, the thing I feel happy about is that there is no figure in those five packs I feel upset about potentially getting, um, aside from uh, Magnus Prime, because he is literally Super Jinrai, and I already have that. Yeah. So there's no real way for me to spin yeah. that one. Um, but I think that's positive news for people who weren't able to get Super Jinrai, given that like his aftermarket price has apparently skyrocketed. Uh, yeah, BBTS is asking 150 for theirs. I think that's... Ah! Yeah, they, they got a second wave of them and cranked the price up to 150 because I'm I'm guessing it is in at least part that they had to buy those ones as consumers and then ship them over as opposed to getting some kind of wholesale case and then, you know, adding a hefty markup to make some profit. Uh, um, I feel good about my $95 purchase that's still sitting in a pile of loot. And so here's the thing, right? Big Bad Toy Store are also the ones getting the, the set that that Jinrai is in, the Siege on Cybertron yeah. set. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe this will be a battle unicorn situation. <laughs> that toy will become anti-scarce for a while. But let's talk about that set first, because that's the one that also I think had not really made the rounds. Like it seems, almost everyone knew about the set Nautico was in, for the most part. Uh, this one was news to me. Uh, I hadn't kept up with this one as much. So aside from that, there's not much really to say about this. The Magnus Prime. Um, like TJ, you were saying, looking, looking at him side by side, there are a few paint app differences, but that's about it. Uh, I'd have to take a closer look, but to my recollection, actually, I can take a closer look right now. I'm looking. I, I, I saw a uh, side by side and I could barely see anything different. Uh, you got a pelvis difference. He's, uh, Magnus Prime's crotch is blue, whereas the original one is accurate white. No. Oh. Um, I don't know. There might be a few, um... God, this is weird. I'm because I've got I've got mine like sitting on my table next to the desk, and then I keep looking back to the desk. I'm cranking my neck trying to get both of them. Like the fact uh, that it's this hard to spot differences is surprising me. It's annoying me because this is the kind of thing I wish I knew about ahead of time before plunking down <laughs> the money for that toy. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm expecting that the headmaster is not going to look nearly as nice. That, um, that's a great comfort to me thank you yeah so don't worry <laughs> um but yeah there's not there's not much else to say about about magnus prime um i think there is lots to say about the other guys though uh i i had missed the part like i'd heard the rumors but i had missed the part where we had any solid confirmation tidal wave was happening and i certainly didn't expect tidal waves head mode to look frigging perfect uh that's tidal wave and they're doing him in show colors uh, mm -hmm. I know there is debate as to whether he's proper show colors because he involves purple. There is huge debate as to whether he's actually show colors because every single person sees purple differently. And I wish that more people would just understand that. But that aside, um, I didn't expect just so slavish a head sculpt on a tidal wave. Uh, I'm really excited because I, I mean, granted, I haven't messed with broadside yet, so I don't know if broadside's actually junk, but I'm, uh, I'm a big tidal wave fan. So this makes me extremely happy. Um, Aaron, how, how much into tidal wave are you, if at all? Not a ton. A lot of people are not. Um, I found. <laughs> I, I like the, the Armada. Is that Armada? Yeah, it's Armada. Crap, that yeah. far back. Yeah, Armada. Because the one section had the jump seats for minicons. That's right. Um, <clears throat> I I think it's a good inclusion. Um, I for me it. I don't I don't know what I, where where I'm thinking here. Um, 
I don't know if I would necessarily get this by itself. Um, but I can definitely see why it works well in a set. I mean, he, he is definitely a put me in a box set kind of design. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there as much as me and all the title wave knights would love to believe we're the majority. I am quite sure we're not. So, like, this is the place a tidal wave is going to exist. Um, I don't know, TJ, how do you feel about tidal wave? I think, I think I'm more excited for tidal wave than broadside. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the idea of tidal wave more, but I think it's because well, I haven't messed with broadside yet. I just don't really, I don't really have any opinion on broadside. Part of me, part of me is giving it that because I'm thinking of the jet mode that we haven't seen. Yeah. And just being mm -hmm. that big, chunky, dumpy-looking jet, I think, suits tidal waves more uh, more Cybertronian or more, like, uh, futuristic design than, say, Broadside, who was trying to just straight-up be a jet. Uh, have you guys seen the mod people are doing where they're flipping uh, a pair of fins on Broadside? Mm-mm. So I caught some, there's one, another thing, like earlier in this podcast, where I saw it on Twitter and didn't entirely get what was going on because I don't actually have the toy. But apparently, if you take two of his, like, fins, tear them off and put them back on the other way around, uh, they sit a bit more messily on his robot mode legs, but then his jet mode can come together much more cleanly. So I'm thinking it would be kind of cool to do that mod on broadside so that his jet mode is different from tidal waves. And then that sets the two of them apart even more. Hmm. I don't know. Like, once I finally find Broadside, I will get to the bottom of what that modification is. Because, I mean, I could just go watch YouTube videos, but who has the time to do that? Ha! I don't know. Certainly I do. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm digging Tidal Wave. I would also not be opposed to getting a Toy Colors version of this with the green head. But uh, this one hits me because I never got a chance to pick up the Japanese version of Tidal Wave back when he came out. I mean, I had chances, but I assumed they would be around much longer than they actually were. Uh, so I've never had Show Colors Tidal Wave in any way, shape, or form. Anything that even approximated it. I see it every now and then. I think, should I sell off my original one just to have an excuse to go buy the Japanese one? See, the way I'm thinking of it is, like, if I like, I have toy, I have toy Colors Tidal Wave and that's it. And I'm like, if I ever get one of the other two, then I have to go for the trio. Because there are only three tidal waves, so, like, that's a perfect collection, right? It's a smart way to go about things. Uh, the other big uh, big moment in this box set, as far as retooling, is uh, Trigger Happy into Deluxe Metal Hawk. Number one, we're at a toy fair where Overlord and Metal Hawk are sitting out on the display. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, just, let's process that for a second. Number two... Um, this is a frigging solid looking metal hawk. The only thing about him I don't that I think is is a downer is his wings are upside down, but he's a retool of Trigger Happy and there's only so much I can expect. For a figure who's a retool of Trigger Happy, this is super solid. The uh the faceplate with the really round forehead is so evocative of a of a pretender robot. Uh the colors I, I'm curious to see how they'll turn out in production, but they look they look right on target. I think this looks great. Um the only thing missing from this is is a fleshy head. They should have had a fleshy head, uh, you know, so he'd be he'd be perfect like the Bakon one. But uh, Aaron, how do you feel about this Metal Hawk? Um, I really dig it. It's the one thing like 
that that is that and the clone are the two things in that uh pack that really are pulling at me um i like the the idea of the whatever diecast titan masters that these are supposedly going to have oh yeah we're going to talk about those too and like if i didn't already have ginrai pre-ordered out of japan uh this would be an easy grab uh, since i have a pre-order with big bad and then this is going to be coming from big bad man i if i was sure that god bomber would work on this ginrai which i don't know why it wouldn't but i think uh <sighs> i think there's no way he wouldn't because i can see the combiner right. ports in his Right, so it's like the there's a part of me that's thinking like if I get the siege on Cybertron set, I like everything in there enough that I wouldn't just immediately part it out for the person that wants a tidal wave or whatever, and then I can just have like Power Master Prime, Genrai, and Super Genrai. I think by you the totally time could. that God Bomber comes in, and that'd be a cool display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you totally could do that. Also. I think if there's one thing in these box sets, it's going to be really easy to sell at a price where you're kind of making your money back from the box set price. It's going to be that Jinrai because mm-hmm. everyone who didn't get the Legends one is going to be sitting there going, so you want to sell that to me for less than 90 bucks? 85. That's right. Capitalism. Um, so these box sets continue to deliver interesting things because there is also in this one pounce of the Decepticon clones. I have uh, no opinion on Metal Hawk, thank you. Oh, I was, I was. He, uh, he's trying to speed up the podcast. I, I was, I was so <laughs> focused reasons. on on our on our deep tidal wave talk. I completely forgot we didn't talk about Metal Hawk. I mean, TJ, you're you're uh, you're you're <laughs> you're, you're, you're a, a, a Star Saber guy. How do you feel about the one that is not I'm Star Saber? Star <laughs> this other Autobot Jet, who is a leader, yeah, it's weird. Like it is weird. We've got. We probably got a Star Saber and a Death Source coming out next year, and then we look at Toy Fair, and yeah, we've got Metal Hawk, we got Overlord, and we got Black Shadow. Yeah, who? No, no. I mean, Black Shadow's there at Toy Fair, but he's not really news because he's on shelves. Yeah, in there's a Black Shadow <laughs> on shelves right now in Canada. Mm-hmm. I went to a Walmart and bought Black Shadow <laughs> after I saw Overlord and Metal Hawk at Toy Fair, and went, "Oh, that Metal Hawk seems pretty neat." Yeah, this one is it shouldn't work as well as it does but it does yeah like that is i i can totally accept that as like a modern metal hawk and looking at the two side by side like going back and looking at the g1 i forgot that the g1 had like a flat box panel that starts like at the half point way on his head so it actually makes that weird titan master look work I, yeah, if they can hit the gold paint or, or you know, whatever plastic they use that will get the gold effect, if that hits it, I think this is going to be a knockout of the park. Like, that's that's going to be the big question, is how do the, is how well does the gold get pulled off in production? Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if it doesn't, then I guess we'll sell a whole lot of gold paint to a bunch of collectors who have the patience to paint those parts. Uh, I really hope he turns out in production. And also, I really hope somebody makes a fleshy head for him just for funsies. Because <laughs> um, also, it was pointed out the the hashtag best set ever from the BotCon that had Metal Hawk and Overlord uh, has has been rather fully redundancyed by this Toy Fair. Um, that was some years ago, though. So you got you got a couple good years out of that Metal Hawk, and and if you didn't change him into Skeletor, that Overlord. 
Um, but TJ, while I'm talking to you, we also have the clones. We got Pounce of the Decepticon clones. In a, in a box set, an original tooling, mm-hmm. uh, which I uh, after the last recording, I heard from the showroom floor that the clones are neither legends nor deluxes. They are non-price point designs who are probably only going to be available in gift sets or weird, like, non-single-carded means yeah, uh, in so, North America. Yeah, look forward to having to buy another big box set of figures to get uh, Wingspan. But that, that also tells mm-hmm. me if they are non-price pointed, then they are Takara Tomy uh style releases all up the butt and they are probably mm-hmm. going to come out in legends as like a four pack or two two packs the interesting thing is that actually makes sense like having you know had pounce and wingspan for a while i do recall them being at a very strange size for their time mm. there, you know above mini bot and below what the standard size for a transformer was back then yeah and uh, and and these figures, like I mean, Fastlane more so than Pounce, but like they they are slavish to a fault to those originals. Fault might be a good word. Oh yeah, I mean we'll get to Fastlane as well, but like oh, they're God. they're doing everything. Oh good, they're they're doing everything that the clones did, even the bad things. But I don't I don't I personally don't mind that too much because I have this huge soft spot to the clones. But, like, when people say, these don't look very good, I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they they look straight up like just bonus figures for multi-packs. Yeah. They, like, yeah. it is the G1 figures with added articulation, and that is straight up exactly what they are. And and I am super cool with that myself. Like, right down to having the rub sign symbols to show which clone is which. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just cool. Like, I thought that this line was... At its peak for fanboyism for the 87, 88 stuff. But it's like, no, by the way, here are perfect renditions of the clones. Um, Aaron, how do you feel about about Pounce? I am, am right there. I, I love that these are the friggin' G1 clones with a little bit more articulation. Yep, just thigh swivels and bicep swivels. Here yeah. you go. And... Again, it's one of those things that's bad and cheap that's making me think about maybe maybe I do need to get these. But I, again, I th- if these gift packs are like any of the others, they're probably going to hang around for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Hopefully long enough that we can see what Japan does. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I would actually bet dollars that the clones are going to come out on their own in Japan as two packs or a big four pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked because I'm, I am a clones fanboy and I never thought the day would come. I would just see the clones showing up as like, not just original tooling, but also their own price point. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention, I don't believe anything on Fastlane or Pounce looks like it's going to be retooled for the other two. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like these are going to be four fairly original designs. Um, which is not to, like wingspan was not an amazing transformer so it's not like it's going to be a huge thing if they pull off wingspan as an original toy because his alt mode is his robot mode with the legs folded up so there's not a whole lot to do there right <laughs> right uh but nonetheless like that's a kind of slavishness that i kind of very guiltily enjoy 
Um, but then there's also Titan Master Thunderwing, a diecast Titan Master. We don't know what parts are diecast. I'm sure the faceplate will be. I've heard rumblings the lower legs of the little robot mode might be, but I've seen no proof yet. Um, the thing about these Titan Masters that, that's really hitting me is that their individual little robot modes on Thunderwing and Rodimus Prime, let's talk about both of them at once, are very colorful for North American release Titan Masters. Like, they are looking almost on par with the amount of color you see on uh, Japanese release Titan Masters. Uh, also, Thunderwing's faceplate is like Stormbringer Thunderwing with the, the spooky fanged Glasgow smile. And mm -hmm. uh, we've seen the side-by-sides. That Rodimus Prime faceplate looks kind of cool next to the Hot Rod Headmaster from Wave 3. Um... Like it looks like that it looks like that headmaster but aged. Uh and then the individual robot mode in that Rodimus looks like a tiny Rodimus. He is very colorful. And if they can pull off all those colors, that's gonna make the gift set kind of worth it in its own like in that aspect to me, because that has that is what's caused me to buy some Japanese release Titans Return toys, is the Titan Masters being so well painted uh in their individual robot modes. So uh I don't know, TJ, how do you feel about about Rodimus Prime and Thunderwing in these sets? Like they are they are occupying the space that would otherwise have been taken up by a diecast matrix everyone would have thrown in a drawer. How is it possible that the last two Rodimus Prime molds released have been diecast? Yeah. It's because that's what happens when you light our darkest hour and you get the matrix upgrade. You get some you get some zinc. Unfortunately, like, 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 outs <laughs> like outside of like the masterpiece releases. Yeah. Like like it's strange to me it's like the last time we got a Rodimus Prime was the was the uh the, the titanium. titanium yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh I, it's a nice little addition like thunderwing does look really good like mm. i am i'm interested in seeing what parts of him are diecast cuz the more i think about it the more i wonder if you could make the legs diecast just because i wonder if you could like successfully seat them onto the pegs I think if without the legs, that plastic give. Yeah, I think if the legs are diecast, you would need to be pretty darn careful putting them onto a, a Titan Master peg. Yeah, yeah, I'm one. I'm almost wondering if it might be like the torso core that ends up being diecast. Maybe, but like anything but the legs being diecast is making me think they're gonna just fall down all the time. Well, that's why I think it's just like the front side of the chest because that at least keeps the weight forward a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like he he looks good. Like it's one of those things that just makes me go, where where's my like where's my full Thunderwing? Well, here's the, here's what I'm thinking. What if they are gonna do like a, a Thunderwing out of you know Black Shadow Overlord as like the third use, and he'll come with like the comic style G1 toy style head with like you know the sneering grin and everything, and then like this is the replacement head if you want to have him look like IDW Thunderwing. I think that would be kind of cool. It wouldn't That'd be perfect. Yeah, that that'd be a long way to go though. Yeah. It's just, you know, if there is a Thunderwing happening to have, you know, a very different canonical head sculpt for him included in a gift set as like a very far away option, something about that I kind of I kind of like. Well, there is the potential that if if we our presumptions are right and the power mass the uh, the power of the prime vote was for toys that will be existing. Yeah. Because why would you do? Why would you include people that you aren't already prepared to release? And why else would Hound be there? Yeah, mm -hmm. Thunderwing is in that list. Yeah, so yeah, right. there's one presumption that they might just be including these just to secure trademarks. Could be. 
Could be. Oh, yeah, Rodimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, they're going to do Power of the Primes. No, we're still not going to do Rodimus Prime. Yeah, why would we do that? <laughs> um, yeah, it could be. Um, and, and I don't know, just like, you know, if given the chance to, to, to throw Thunderwing in there for a name a name holder to give him the Stormbringer face sculpt, I just think that's a that's just a lovely touch. It's, it's a very nice nod to the comics again. Um, I know that we're, we're having much more direct nods to the comics. I mean, like, look at the other box set. But... Even stuff like that, you know, to to the non-current comics kind of makes me happy. Um, Aaron, how do you feel about the whole thing of, of die-cast inclusion Titan Masters? I, I was sitting here thinking about it. I think you could get away with some of the foot peg stuff if you used paint. Like have the, the die-cast to be small and you make up the difference in dimensions with paint. Could be. Because could be. The, paint, the paint would have a little bit of... of um, what is it called? Stiction, where yeah. it's like sticky friction uh, that could get it for you. And if they are using diecast stuff, like diecast does shrink differently than plastic. Mm-hmm. So that that would be something to have to worry about. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Aaron, are they are those little little Titan Masters any kind of deciding factor for you in those box sets? <sighs> Not they're interesting for sure. I definitely like the the Rodimus Prime. I think that putting it on a red shelf is probably the absolute worst way to try and photograph that. Oh yeah, that red shelf is is nullifying uh, parts of Quick Switch. Actually, there's a point. There yeah. was a period where I didn't know if Quick Switch had feet. I was like, did yeah. they forget to fold the feet out? And I was like, oh it, no. It'd, it'd be nice if they had a red and purple one and put the red stuff on the purple one and the purple stuff on the red one. But what are you, some kind of graphic designer? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> that are the black text white outline you can always read it yeah um but just something like that um would 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 help um yeah i i think they're interesting they're that those would not be tipping over points for me yeah, no, I mean, I I don't think anyone out there is really going to be buying the box sets just for the headmasters. Right. But I, like, well, I, I'm I'm saying that's like if I was fifty fifty, the headmaster isn't the one percent to tip it one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, I I just I see them as as occupying the space that was otherwise taken up in platinum style gift sets by really useless things, mm-hmm. uh, and or reuses of that diecast matrix. So I'm, I'm I'm happy to see something that at least like. It's like if you haven't bought any Titans Return and you decide you're just going to go for one of these five packs, you're getting the full play pattern right down to the spare headmaster. You can just swap around in, in between bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the other uh, five pack, though, Chaos on Velocitron. Uh, let's get it right out of the way. Deluxe Nautica is here. And uh, I think her like, I don't know how clear this was in the last recording. I think she looks fine. Um, we're getting a Nautica. That's that's more than no Nautica. Uh, I am just really taken aback at how much her alt mode looks like blur. Um, only because of how much brainstorm was able to skirt away from that a little bit. Um, Nautica's alt mode is blur with Nautica's VTOL underwater propeller things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and I think that looks super weak, but the, the robot mode looks totally fine. The colors look fine. Uh, the head sculpt on, on the headmaster is a lot more of a G1 style Nautica, which I think fits in a lot with the original Windblade toy, whose face sculpt was a lot more of a like G1 80s robot t- uh, style of face sculpt, as opposed to the more comic stylings that we got uh, mm-hmm. out of this new one and from the massive paint job Takara Tomy did. So uh, overall, I think this Nautica is fine. Uh, I think it's uh, certainly, I'm hoping this will not be the only Nautica. 
And I do think it is a shame that Nautica is in a five pack. Um, I agree with the notion that that's probably because she's the third retooling of Blur. Uh, more yeah. so than because she's, you know, a female character, because we you, you can see in the main line, we're well past uh, at least I feel like we're in a, uh, currently in a place where that kind of thing is not even a consideration um, in the main line. There is straight up a wind blade in the main line currently. But um, Aaron, we finally have Nautica. How do you feel? Uh, I, I, I'm forgetting how to speak English, apparently. Yeah, it's, uh. <laughs> it's a bunch of uh, anglicized Euro Romance language type of yeah. ideas put together. Uh, I I think Nautica looks good. Um, having her be kind of yet another blur repaint isn't bad. Um, I think both of the modes look all right for it. I think again, it's a case of man just sharing a whole lot of skeleton, and in this case, sharing some like organs mm. and. Being in a five pack for the third repaint, okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah, like I'm, I'm okay with all of this, um, because now there is a Nautica toy, so the press the name exists in toy trademarks. The precedent is set to maybe do another one somewhere down the road if things fall together mm-hmm. that way. Um, and I'll say it again: that robot mode really works, given how much the the vehicle mode doesn't. I think. Uh, but TJ, how do you, how do you feel about Nautica in this gift set? Um, an admitted level of disappointment. Mm-hmm. I was super excited when they said that when Nautica's name was on the rumor list, which is very very quickly becoming not so much a rumor list as a pre-order bold, list. Predi- bold prediction. <laughs> yeah, pre-order. <laughs> mm-hmm. A list of bad financial decisions. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just having her be just straight up blur with two fins on her shoulders is a bit of a letdown, especially considering how much retooling he got in order to be Brainstorm. Yeah, the the, the way I tempered it a bit is I, I reminded myself if I'm going to get a Titans Return toy for the third time, I super don't mind if it's blur because he has I, a good robot yeah. mode. Yeah, I mean, it is a really solid toy. Yeah, I mean, you're wrong. I'm just looking at that and going, you know, at the very least, I wouldn't have minded them replacing that shield the same way they did Brainstorm, just so it had, like, a little bit more of her profile. Yeah, I think that's what's really killing it for me, is that shield being the same. Um, Because, like, her alt mode in the comic books has kind of a, a, you know, it doesn't have a nose cone of any kind, really. It's more more of a flatter, tapered, rounded front, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So if they had changed the shield for a new part that had, you know, ended at the same place as you know, the, the, the two fender things on either side. So it would look kind of like a unified front. I think that would have done a lot to help. And, you know, if it's just the shield that needs replacing, that is certainly something that can be done by a third party company that can even be done by a Shapeways artist. Um, I feel like that's something that's feasible, especially if someone can find a paint match or a plastic match for whatever purple she's using. And, uh, and I, I am curious if replacing the shield would do a lot to, alleviate my problems with her alt mode mm-hmm. it's almost a situation of i wonder if it would look more like her if you left the shield off the vehicle mode you know maybe because i mean that that blur does account for having the shield removed mm-hmm. i wonder like you might be onto something there um definitely i'm, I'm gonna give that a try once this, this five pack is out and i gotta hold a nautica um 
but yeah, the, the there is a Nautica out there, finally. Uh, it only took like three years. And like I was saying on Twitter, the reason why this is kind of big news, no matter how well the delivery has turned out, is that when Nautica and Windblade and Chromia <laughs> showed up in the comics, Windblade and Chromia had toys out within like months of their appearance. And Nautica did not, and Nautica went on to be in the award-winning comic book. <laughs> it strikes me as one of those characters they added in as the writer's idea. I think that where, I think that was almost confirmed somewhere on Twitter. Yeah, whereas, you know, well, Windblade had the fan vote thing, so of course she was going to be used heavily in the media. And then Chromia has G1 recognition. Yeah. Yeah. And and they all they all kind of felt like um like Windblade was became part of Marguerite Scott's cast of characters, but it almost felt like like Chromia was kind of like Chromia belongs to Marguerite and Nautica belongs to Roberts. You know? Like that that's the way they came across to me. And RC belongs to Barber. Um So I I'm I'm just happy that now all of them have official toy representation. Uh because that means maybe more will come down the road, especially with a second Windblade being shown off at Toy Fair. I feel very hopeful about a lot of stuff. Um, and there's also the rumor that there's going to be an RC somewhere in Titan's Return in the in the final waves we haven't seen yet. Um, but also in this five pack, we have got uh, a Voyager Laser Prime, the redeco of the Voyager Optimus that's out right now that nobody is surprised to see. And I was, in fact almost down on until I got a good look at the sticker on the side of the tanker. Uh, that sticker is, is doing a whole lot to make me not actually feel uh, annoyed by this thing being in the box set. But, I mean, the colors are fine. It's just that, like, between this and the single Voyager release, I just feel like I'm getting one and a half of the same thing from both of them, in a way. Yeah. Um, but the stickers are doing tons for this box set version to just feel like, no, this is the I Love G2 version of it, with him burning down a forest on the side of his, his trailer. Um, still probably my least favorite thing I've seen in all these box sets, if not the entire generation's reveals at Toy Fair. But, um, Aaron, how do you feel about uh, Laser Prime getting his slavish due? Hey, at least this way you know it's Optimus Prime, because it's, it says so. It says right on this, it says on his chest... Right? Right there on his chest, on the side of his cat, on the side of the, the trailer. You know who it is. Yeah, this is Optimus Prime. He hates trees. Um, he, he, well, happens, he is an oil tanker. This is true. He burns a lot yeah. of things. Down. He happens to have a jet mode that they are maybe just not even showing because who cares? Yeah, because <laughs> the jet <laughs> mode for Prime is not all that great. Like, I think the jet mode, I, the only reason I want to see the jet mode is to see how it looks with the stickers on the side. <laughs> also, as much as I like them, I'm horrified at how some of the, the sticker applications might turn out at the factory when they are that huge across yeah. the entire tanker. But, um, I don't know, like, Aaron, do you, do you have any interest in this or do you feel like the single pack Voyager's already scratched the itch for you? The single pack Voyager is enough. Hmm. And uh, TJ, do you, do you have any interest in in the super slavish G two Prime, or did you feel mm. like you already kind of got that in a way? I I almost feel like I've got that, but at the same time, there's just so much about the single pack release that's too much G one Optimus because they are really trying to split the difference on that toy. Mm. You know, they're trying they're trying to hit a, a a nice little medium between the two. 
there's, I don't know, there's part of me that almost wishes that they had done this as the retail release, because I would have bought this in a heartbeat, and then they could have just done Scourge for the multi-pack, and everyone would have been happy. Because, I mean, there's going to be a Scourge. We all know there's going to be a Scourge, yeah, right? It has like, to be a Scourge. Well, how can you do this toy and not do a scourge like they set mm-hmm. up grand scourge to turn into this toy at the end of the the unite warriors manga in my opinion by having him in galvatron disappear into a wormhole i'm like well that's gonna come at the end of the line <laughs> those yeah, are gonna be like this, hobby releases yeah like uh, outside of octane i would expect this prime version of that mold to go just straight to black convoy in japan yeah um but- like between the two though like i could see myself getting this pack and then getting rid of the retail release just because this yeah. one stands so distinct from the other Optimus Primes. I, I feel like the only reason, maybe one, or not the only, maybe one of the reasons why this is a box set and not a retail release is maybe the sheer amount of sticker printing to, to cover the sides of the tanker takes him slightly outside of a certain price point. I don't know. Even though maybe, like, I feel now I'm looking at his robot mode and maybe he is doing that by giving up a lot of robot mode paint apps. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't even know how the how the price point balances work on on box sets, really. So, yeah, this 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 thing does not excite me all that much, which, which I understand is a weird thing to say, given how I'm I'm very warm to G two, but I feel like it, just this and the single retail release, uh, I feel like I'm getting just one and a half of the same figure across the two of them. Um, but then we also get the other clone. We get Fast Lane. Uh, I think this looks perfect. I am in love with this figure. And yes, his alt mode is garbage. And yes, he has a giant rod sticking out of the back of his head with a fin attached to it. That's because he's fast lane, son! Right. Uh, I make no excuses for the faults of this toy because even more so than Pounce, fast lane is like, hey, hi, I'm the G1 toy with extra articulation. And I I love that on him. And it means he comes with copious faults. No one on planet Earth is going to try to defend his alt mode. That's just who he is. But um, Aaron, how are you feeling about Fastlane? Yeah, again, it's the G1 toy. Just with better joints. Um, I I really want to know what Takara does. A yeah. bunch. Also, aerodynamically... Between the giant blocks of his arms and then the the fins sticking up over top of them, <laughs> is he gaining anything from that fin? Uh, that's going to be downforce that helps you uh, put the the all the uh, power that's coming out of your tires onto the road. Is that still accomplishing something even with his arms sitting there? Yes. Okay. Well, it's it's not it's not a matter of thing of wind going under it. It's the wind that's hitting the top of it. Yeah. the The idea for downforce is that it's pushing you into the road the modern f1 cars generate enough downforce that if they were going at speed they could probably drive sideways or upside down okay. sustained see i thought downforce yeah. was a transformer yeah that's it's also the name of a transformer but it's a aerodynamic Wait, concept. So yeah. sci- science ripped off transformers N- no the the other way you sure you got you got some data to back that up y- yeah you sure? Because I think Transformers do have dates on their, their trademarks, and we could probably figure this out. Where'd Aaron go? I think he had an aneurysm. Oh, uh, you know, he's had enough of those. It's like, the you know the guy, the, the martial artist, who uh, they, they got a soccer player to punt him in the nuts, and he totally just took it? Mm-hmm. And he, it's because he just get, kept getting kicked in the nuts over and over again to numb the nerve endings and 
create micro fracture uh, armor buildup in his in his pelvic bones. Uh-huh. I just figure that's what I do to Aaron's brain by giving it micro aneurysms <laughs> to build up. It's you know it's like a brain callus. <sighs> sure. That's how that's how biology works. I read about it on the internet. Kryn is going to murder you. Maybe, but you know. And then I'll be happy. She's on the list of people where I feel like I'm not. I would I would be upset, but I wouldn't be angry. You know. Like I'd just be, like oh I figured this was going to happen. Yeah, you know it's 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 gonna happen. So you know we'll we'll roll with it. We'll see how things go. Uh, <laughs> TJ, how do you feel about Fastlane? Uh, it's super dumb and it's going to be kept out of this box set out of what goes and what stays. Uh, it's cause there's part of me that's like, okay, if I, if, if I'm a robot on Cybertron, why am I bothering to turn into something that looks like an earth car? Why would I do more than lie down? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like this literally looks exactly like how a Transformer logically would be on Cybertron, where it's just the most the most minimum thing I can do to transform, because why would I overcomplicate my own body? Yeah, it's like, why do your arms go up there? Because that happens when my wheels come out of my shoulders. Why are your wheels on your shoulders? So that my shoulders aren't so big I can't go through doorways. Huh. Why is there a fin stuck in the back of your head? Shut up! Because <laughs> there's wind on this robotic planet. Well, there's also the part where, like, that fin probably could have gone somewhere else. It could have well, been stuck well, to his arms. It could have... Well, yeah, but that too. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, it is kind of super dumb, because part of me was really looking forward to what they could actually do with, like, a modernization of the clones to where you could see a very good, like, Formula One-style car and a jet that still turned into the same-looking robot. Yeah. And I would still love to see that. But I, I also... I never thought the clones would get official toys anytime soon. I can appreciate yeah. that, that going this way is how to get them done. Well, knowing mm-hmm. that they aren't legends and knowing that they aren't deluxes somewhere in the middle and going outside uh, the whole realm of Titans return in the first place, because he there's nothing to do with a Titan master. No, nothing at all. Like I, I was looking to see if maybe there was like, I think if you sat a Titan Master down and just shoved him in between the arms on Fastlane's vehicle mode, he would stay there. But that's about it. Yeah. I don't know what Pounce would do. Just put him on top of Pounce. In his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Pounce oh, is like, I'm why, a why, why would they put? Why would they put him in his mouth? Yeah, there's no esophageal sculpting on there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, oh, there, there is enough of a divot on the top of Pounce where I can, <clears throat> like, if much like with Shockwave and the way that they came up with a way for a Titan Master to ride Legend Shockwave, I feel like you could maybe just sit one up there and go like, no, look, the divot will kind of hold him in unless you you pick him up. There's a little tab on the back of Pounce's butt. Maybe you could put that like between the thighs. Yeah. Yeah. There's this stuff. There I'm that... reaching. I'm reaching. You know, you know what though? You're not reaching much farther than untransform Shockwave's arms and have him hug Cancer to hold him on as a, as a driver for his laser gun mode. Point. Yeah. Um, but that, that brings us to the final member of the box sets, which is Quick Switch, a uh, redeco of Leader Six Shot with a new head. Um, he is he is in the right colors, not in the CAD model so much as the hand painted one, which I hope is more indicative. Um. I am so happy to see those colors on an official toy in 2017. You, I can't even begin to tell you 
Uh, I'm ecstatic that more than two people got my back on Twitter when I said I'm the only one who probably cares about this. Uh, and I am totally all right with him being six shots uh, figure with a new head. I just wish there was a new beast mode head. That's all that I would want added to this. Uh, otherwise, whatever, I can deal with it. He's supposed to be six shots son. If he grows up, of course, he's going to look more like his dad. Uh, I don't know. TJ, how you feeling about Quick Switch? I could not care less. A lot of people couldn't. It, it's it's not it's not the quick switch I remember. Like I had the G1 toy. It's nothing like six shot except for the fact that it has six modes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like so th this is like what a, like like unless you do great shot which is pulling even deeper into Japanese than we're already getting. I I got a feeling like great shot is probably in the cards for a retail release. That would be weird. Like, I, f I feel like they're probably, I think they're probably going to do great shots someday. I just feel like because they put friggin sky shadow out <laughs> on his own, great shot feels like a, a potential <clears throat> solo release too. Yeah. But no, I, like I, 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 part of me feels like, yeah, what else are you going to do with six shot other than reach even deeper into G1 lore? At the same time, it's it it doesn't feel right. This feels a little bit forced to me. Well, uh, Aaron, how do you feel about Quick Switch? Quick Switch is the one out of that that is making me <clears throat> antsy about it. Um, he certainly is not a toy you're going to be able to move if you want to get rid of him. Not going to be able to move? I think you'd still be able to. Possibly. Hey, if, but... hey, if Aaron won, if Aaron's not buying the box set, he can have mine. Okay, we we may we may be able to make a deal here because Quick Switch was was my six changer. So oh oh, if you're looking for a Quick Switch, Aaron, I yeah. think you'll be if you just want to get him on his own, you'll have no, no trouble. Shut up, shut up! Yeah. I've got a deal going. Yeah, I mean, if you want I mean, to get one from TJ, just tell TJ to give him to you because no way TJ is going to sell him to anybody. I TJ mean, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the one out of that set that is making me feel more towards it because like nautica i like third time around with that mold the clone uh, i want to know what japan's doing and man that prime is exactly the same prime mm. so i mean that's my layout of it it's like what rodimus then is the head in that set yeah what what would i put it on the hot rod mold that i don't think is very great yeah and okay. you make him look older because he's he's put up with all this yeah. abuse you know you've aged him prematurely yeah, sure. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that, that, that takes us through all the generation stuff. So uh, let's bop over to movie land where uh, so I, I flipped out in the last episode about y'all know what I flipped out about. All right. They're making a new scorn. They're making it just for me in a line where every other Dinobot is a repaint that's losing all its colors. Scorn gets a new toy that keeps all its colors. Mm -hmm. uh, all the articulation uh, worries I had have been alleviated by the CAD model showing there's a wrist swivel. The only thing I'm sad about is he's lost his sword. Um, I can probably get him another one. Uh, I'm ecstatic about the scorn. Uh, I think that both leader and Voyager Megatrons look amazing to my sensibilities. I think the Japanese release of leader Megatron looks sexy in those darker colors and more uh, weathered highlights. Uh, those three toys are, are the movie line to me. They, they are making me excited um, 
It was pointed out to me that, uh, what's his name? The, the deluxe dragon guy, Grim Steel Nuts, with the really garbage dragon Steel mode. Steelbane. Steelbane. That robot mode is awesome to the point where I actually would like to pick the toy up just on sale because I think that the, the, the alt mode looks really, really bad, especially after Seth said, hey, do you see the robot feet? And I saw them, and then I, I, I liked it even less. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, where are you guys coming at these movie toys from? TJ, I want to start with you because you don't like the movie very much. So is there anything in this line that's actually connecting with you? God, I almost hate to admit it. See, I'm like you. I'm all for scorn. That's cool. That's the one Age of Extinction Dinobot that is not either up for sale or already been sold off. Like mm-hmm. He gets to stay. And this is his super mode. It's his super mode. Like, he's super detailed. His articulation's better. You know what? I don't mind the loss of the sword. I mind the loss of the fins that come up off his shoulders in robot mode. Yeah. I I, I wonder if there's a way to fold them up a little bit. I don't know about that. Because the thing that made that is, like, that the highest of the... the highest of those spines was at the high point. It looked like the banners of Samurai War. Yeah. Like, okay. it, it gave him this really cool silhouette that I really liked. So I'm losing that element of his design for me. The rest of it looks really, really cool, though. Like, I'm probably getting him just on principle of, hey, cool, Scorn is still a thing. Yeah. I, uh, even with the little bit of news we'll talk about after we we go through the toys, I'm I'm just very stoked about Scorn. And I, the the one thing you could do to make me super not interested in like the Japanese release is if they go like, well, in Japan we'll paint them like in movie colors, and I'll be like, cool, I don't want that one. I want the <laughs> one that looks that looks fun, the one that's the, the that's Dinoger the Red. That's the one I want. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of the highlight for you, TJ. Like, um, I. I... I hate to admit, some of the new stuff looks cool. Like, I'm not sure how Squeaks manages to work, but something in his design transforms from something that well, looks right to something that looks like that. Does he got... Does he got... Wow, I really English well today. <laughs> uh, does he have some sort of other thing that comes in the package? Yeah, he's got like a trailer. A trailer thing? Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. a trailer with a, like a repair bay that he's clearly not used himself. In in the movie okay. line, Squeaks and Optimus Prime have trailers that turn into little command centers. Okay. But, like, Squeaks looks interesting just because I wonder how that scooter transformation works. I kind of like Steel Bane garbage as some of those transformation elements are. I love his robot mode. I think his, his robot mode looks oh. amazing. Yeah, the robot mode, look, the robot mode looks like a freaking paladin. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super cool. Yeah, I really like that. But, like, the dragon mode for me is, like, it's, at least it's a, what strikes me is that it's not a dragon I've seen Transformers do with the big folded up wings across the arms. Well, it's, it's kind of like a scuttling bat. I only say that because in the Lego Batman movie line, there's the thing called the scuddler, which looks like a bat whose wings uh, no. fold up. No, it's, no, it strikes me as a, there's, there's a few dragons from Monster Hunter that, that strikes me as. Oh, is, so would that be kind of worm not wormish but wyvernish yeah it, yeah because typically a wyvern has its wings attached to its arms yeah yeah like there's like i don't i don't mind i think i think the thing i don't like about the dragon mode aside from his feet 
sticking off the top of the back of his neck and his tail is I think the wings are okay in that position if they could also fold out in a way that I, I think would be convincing. And trying to do the geometry in my head, I just don't really like the idea I'm, I'm seeing in my head of where they end up if I try to fold them out for flight. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like the position that that makes his arms end up in. <clears throat> but um, so I'm, try- I'm trying to figure that out in my head in relation to where they sit in robot mode. I feel like it's going to have his, his arms like sticking out and then bent forward at the elbows in a way that to me feels a bit awkward. Mm. Well, wyverns don't exactly have the most graceful appearance in flight scientifically nor are realistic yeah. <laughs> creatures in the first place but you know whatever yeah i'm um, sorry but i know a paleontologist we, we could check with him i think he's dug up wyverns before he's got some of them wyvern bones next to the uh next to the the t-rex bones yeah but for me it's those it's those two lizards and yeah that megatron looks way better than i was anticipating yeah the the out of all the movie stuff the megatrons and our wyvern friend here are the only things that are really calling to me not a not a scorn boy <clears throat> man the the new scorn maybe it's it's all going to depend on like real in hand hmm. um reports from him yeah i see the that's how i feel about about steelbane and, and voyager hound even with good in hand reports i feel like mm-hmm. voyager hound is just not even on my radar he, he just looks wrong to me he looks like he took all the wrong lessons from the last hound toy. Because yeah. he's like, well, what if we make him slimmer? And I'm like, no, that's not movie hound. <laughs> You're making him look less like movie hound. Like, well, we made the helmet removable. Cool. He also has no gut. <laughs> the only improvement I see is that they don't, his arms aren't made of rubber anymore. So it'll actually hold the poses I want. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, overall, he looks like a better toy in many ways. It's just that, like, I'm I'm an, I already don't like the the change in in Hound's design in the film to add the red cross because I just feel like that looks silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I don't know something about that toy. I'm sure I'll probably end up messing with one at some point. I'm just like that's going to be one of the last figures I even think about. I think um, those Megatrons though, like both of them are doing it for me in different ways. Like the leader, absolutely gorgeous alt mode, really cool accessories. And then the Voyager is like, I like how much chunkier he is for just a different look on the same design. Um, like they, they are both really hitting me and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I care about the Megatron toys. Megatron looks the way I wished Megatron looked in the first movie. Yeah. It's like, he's still an alien jet, but he was like, you know what? It was kind of silly how I had like three protrusions sticking out the front of my center mass. Yeah. Like I'm not even sure how that transforms because it looks nothing like him in robot mode, and I yeah. I suspect he's got a, I just, he's pro- I'm sure plenty of it's on his back, of course. Like, but. The leader toy I think is the one where there is a backpack, but the wings close up over it to clean it up from from just a rear yeah. view. And then uh, the Voyager one I saw a back shot of him somewhere, and I think he has his nose cone on, or not like, not the nose cone, but he's got like a a longer part of the jet somewhere on his back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh here's here's a view of it uh, yeah he's got like part of the nose cone folded on his back but then like it only comes down to his waist so it looks kind of nice um, just, yeah both both takes on Megatron I think turned out great and the Voyager one the other reason I want that one is like I might not have an Optimus to go with him at the right size because uh, the Voyager Optimus in this line from the, the YouTube video I saw looks like a really good toy uh, transforms super well and so I might get the Voyager Megatron, if not almost entirely, so I can have him stand next to an Optimus, whereas 
for leader optimists, they seem to just be going back to the Age of Extinction well, and they, they sure, certainly shouldn't. Cause the, that's not <laughs> that toy was only okay three years ago. <laughs> um, Aaron, was there was there anything else about the movie line you wanted to throw in? I didn't actually not hit you not up really. Um, I'm just disappointed that it looks like at least the first couple of waves are going to be mostly repaints. All right, I know I know I've seen people say it's disappointing, but let's let's be real for a sec. You know how we all say we got to not buy as many movie toys? Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. like, how I'm, easy my, is it this time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's making it very easy for me. I just like it's okay to tempt me. Yeah. Well, That's okay, cool. let's let's say it though. There's there's a Voyager Optimus who looks pretty good. There's there's Barricade and Berserker, you mm-hmm. know? And then and then by the time we're all done looking for those, all the really good stuff will be at so whatever. Also, there's a, there's a, another Bumblebee who's not the Age of Extinction Bumblebee, which makes the inclusion of the AOE one even more confusing to me, because <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it's a bad release of a, of a toy that's been released better twice, and then they're going to replace him with the old Camaro-style Bumblebee yet again. Um, I think that about does it for the movie stuff. Anything else you guys want to throw in about last night things, or shall we move on to Rid? No, I just agree that my wallet is happy with all the repaints. Yeah, like, there's not even temptation to make videos of half those toys. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, AoE, that was that was a good day for my YouTube channel when I found some of that stuff early. But in this case, it's like, even even if I find that stuff early, it's like, there's nothing to say. It's the, these Dinobot toys, which have been released in monochrome even before than before this time, uh, are out again. So let's, let's go over to Rid. Uh... In the, the good rid toys, the only real news is that, that Windblade has a new head sculpt, but I think she's out, so I think we already knew that. And uh, Thermidor has a new head sculpt, and I didn't know that until Toy Fair, and that's that's good news. That's that's, that's good news. Um, let's talk about the, the combiners, the, the multi-member combiners. We got Galvatronus, Menasaur, and Ultra B. Uh, I think these designs look great, and I am... Uh, extremely sad that yet again really good designs are probably not going to get really good toys coming out of rid but that's just me um tj how are you feeling about the way that they're doing these combiners uh, oh it's a yard yard down there where, where mm-hmm. i am okay mm. and uh just just quickly aaron are you are you in camp ugh, with us yeah you? okay i this is a place where man i appreciate that they're trying it and maybe they saw that the the kids thing was feeling pretty cool about the way that the for fans line was with combiners and they wanted to get in on some of the combiner action, but and then they got told, well, your budget is this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Go to the couch cushions. What can you, what can you get <laughs> out of there? And, uh, that's, that's what you get. I would feel so much better about it if they weren't, if like limbs of these especially the decepticons were just straight up repaints of each other and just vague repaints at that and i wouldn't be so upset if also the base design especially the, now that we got like those turnarounds of like menasaur like if that design wasn't actually really cool like mm-hmm. i'm i'm really annoyed again that rid is having really cool decepticon designs where every time one of them gets a warrior release it's like an event because thank God they're not just getting legends and one step changers, like poor Springload, right? Mm-hmm. I got his legends toy recently. It's all right. I have a really good Quillfire who's waiting for his friend to help him go steal a tank. I'm never gonna get a good Springload. I'm accepting that now. 
uh, and I'm accepting it up front. I'm never getting a good rid Menasaur, but I, I'm still waiting for a Filch. So stop, because she's you, never coming out. You've got your frog. I got nothing. Fil- Filch hasn't even been in the show since the episode where they didn't show her robot mode. Okay, so <laughs> I would say just let that dream die. Sometimes dreams have to die, TJ. <laughs> And Rid is where dreams like, die. Guys, sound like my mother. <laughs> I am your. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, TJ. I don't know. Like, do you... I am interested in picking up like Galvatronus because I think the colors are nice, and I'd like to mess with one of these if the price point isn't too bad. But that's about where I am. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of stunned that somehow that Grimlock kind of works. Yeah. And then nobody, everyone else who is a far simpler bit of engineering absolutely does not. Mm-hmm. I mean, the price points on these, these, these are, these are, it looks like scaled to the crash combiners. So I'm expecting these sets are going to be like 40 bucks tops. Th- that's a really disappointing 40 bucks. Yeah. I, I could see him being like th- maybe five or 30. Because the crash combiners are fifteen for basically two of these limbs, <clears throat> yeah, <sighs> and and that seems overpriced. It is, yeah. <laughs> like again, there's just there's a level of just laziness on these design. Like the Galvatronus one itself, like you look at the figures it comes with, the arms and leg figures. Uh, like the arms are what uh, Cyber Warp and S- Skyjack. These are names that no one will remember. Mm-hmm. And literally, the difference is one has yellow shoulders and stripes, and the other has green shoulders and stripes. Other that they're identical. Like, the legs are the exact same thing. There is a certain part of me that wants to say at least that causes a unified combiner look, and then yeah. I want to like kind of punch that part of me in the in the mouth. Yeah. But... On the other hand, you're getting yeah, you're paying for a five pack of toys where you really only get three toys and two copies like maybe that's how they'll keep the price down to 35 is the crash combiners you're getting two different figures for 15 and these maybe are less painted and more identical maybe it'll be like 35 because the core figure is bigger and i I don't know how ultra b will turn out i'm just thinking about menasaur and galvatronus right now but like the thing that makes me upset is like galvatronus i love the way that that cyclonus turns into that torso where he looks like a stealth bomber wing even though his individual vehicle mode is anything but like that mm-hmm. cyclonus looks like a really good piece of design um on on the on the stunticons that menasaur or the motormaster individual robot looks great uh the show model of menasaur looks awesome the head design is fantastic um i'm really enjoying how drag strip and uh what's his name the two arms are basically vehicons like i like the idea of the prime verse stunticons like two of them just being vehicons who gave up they're like not nah, we're gonna throw in with motormaster uh we're gonna go off and do our own thing like i really like that idea uh and it's just criminal that this is probably all we're gonna get for toys for these guys and if you're gonna tell me that i'm i'm judging too early and i might eat my hat later i would love to eat my hat later i want to be proven wrong when i say things like filch will never get a toy or things like most of the good Decepticons, if they don't have a warrior toy by now, that probably ain't happening anytime soon. I want to be wrong, trust me. Uh, but until I am wrong, I find it's just safer to go in assuming that these good designs are going to be confined to limitations like these. 
which is a shame because yes, this is the kids line, but this is the kids line aimed at kids who are aging out of rescue bots and altogether rescue bots has great designs too, who are confined to toys that are not up to, not up to par for what the designs are. And with rescue bots being as old a, a series as it is now, it's just insane to me that like the main four from the original season, at least haven't had a chance to exist at a higher, more intricate price point for the kids who grew up with them. Maybe mm-hmm. that'll happen down the road, but yeah, this, this written news was both cool and then just utterly crushing in a certain way. Uh, also, it looks like there's a Bruticus that was in the, in the, the investor call slides. So there, there might be th- even more combiners because th- that Bruticus also was a sad note for me. Cause I was like, in a world where it's just Menasaur and Ultra B, I could see Menasaur maybe happening in Warrior class eventually. But where there's also Galvatronus and also Bruticus, that ain't happening. That's that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. Not unless Bruticus is like a background character for like a flashback. Um, anything else about Rid though? You guys want to hit on that? That was the combiners I think are about it for for that display. Or shall we go on to Rescue Bots? Let's hit, let's hit rescue bots. Mm-hmm. You see the bumblebee? What turns into a dragon? Yeah, they so they already did animals, right? Yeah, they they got the, go mm-hmm. for mythical animals. You got a bumblebee? What turns into a dragon? It has two dragon minicons. What turned into a, a, a dragon axe? Also, they're doing gravity bots again. There's a, someone showed me a video about that. They're doing uh. It's like a, a oh, racing cu- set. The cube thing? Oh, no, the racing set. So the, are those like... Racers. Are are those gravity bots or are those more um, like uh, the bot shots? No, a guy on the show floor um, showed... There's a demo of them from the show floor and the guy showing them was like gravity transforms them when you when you uh, like okay. lean them down. Okay. So gravity mm. bots are back. That's I like gravity bots. Uh, I only own one because that's however many you only actually need to own one. It's just a cool parlor trick. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they were neat. And, and these are apparently gravity driven. So that that's kind of cool. Yeah, it makes more sense for the rescue bot line. That's the kind of gimmick I would expect. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't think it worked at like an older kid designed line for like the movie toys. Also, there's a rescue bots twin inferno. More Twinferno makes me happy. Twinferno and Rescue Bots Generations and Rid. Like that's I think that's and, nuts. and you say Rescue Bots don't get to grow up to the other lines. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> well, I could get you on Blur. Blur got an upgrade. Of all the designs to get an upgrade. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Um also Rescue Bots is having a repaint of the uh the T-Rex Optimus, but in hotspot colors. I don't even know, man, but that's kind of (laughs) neat. Anyway, uh, at the Bluefin booth, there was also a licensed third-party drift that we've seen before, but this was a physical prototype of it. Um, I think this is looking really good. I think Soul of Chagokin-style licensed third-party non-transforming Transformers is totally a valid thing. This drift is is shaping up pretty well. I don't know if I'm going to pick him up because I I don't even know how much he costs or when he's coming out, but... uh, we got a we got an updated look at him, and I think he's he's looking pretty good. Um, TJ, did you have any any new thoughts on him, or are you just still, still seeing how his development goes? Um, the development's interesting, but ultimately he's still kind of off my radar. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough attachment to drip to really want a figure that's just straight up about the articulation. Who is a character though that this line might do that would that would snag you? Uh... What if they did Star Saber? Oh, God. Why do you do that to me? 
Because he knows he your button. Yep. Yeah. That's literally all I'm doing. I'm pushing your one button. Just <laughs> lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. He might be potentially as a as a as a sword wielder. I do want a good level of articulation for him, and that is something that like the masterpiece is good, but it, you know it's not like a hyper level of articulation. Yeah, yeah. The the masterpiece actually, I'm I'm considering picking up the uh, Keys Fantasy Club released a, a set of upgrade ratchets, um, for that toy to add more ratchet clicks and just give him slightly stronger like leg joints. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm kind of tempted by that now that I've seen how they work. Um, but Aaron, how do you feel about uh, Flame TFO One Drift? Now that we're seeing him uh, move along the development cycle. Soft goods on Transformers always are weird. Or, or really with toys, I, I I guess I've never been in the presence of good 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 soft goods. Oh, I gotta like, I gotta I show you some to, things. Oh, I know, I know I know that they're out there. Um, his his cape thing, while I think it's interesting, doesn't look like it's on the good side of things. It, it looks like it's made out is. of a thicker leather yeah. or something rather than cloth. I but, need to know how well it hangs. Yeah, because it doesn't look like it's hanging very well on that. No, and I, I certainly hope that that gets improved. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, I think that about does it for the Transformers end of Toy Fair, unless I forgot some. Um, is there anything you guys, I, I don't think there's anything major that drops that we haven't talked about. Um, was there any non-Transformer stuff at Toy Fair that really caught your eyes? Like, Aaron, was there any any uh, any hot, fresh news that was on your radar? I honestly didn't look at a ton of Toy Fair stuff other than just Transformers. Do you see uh, Mega Bloks is getting Pokemon? Yeah. Taking that away from, uh, from... Oh, what's their name? Spin Master's thing. The Transforming Bricks. Oh, uh, did, Tenkai uh, Knights. Yeah, Tenkai Knights yeah, had Ionix. that? Okay. Yeah, Ionix had Pokemon for a bit. Pokemon. Yeah. I don't care myself, but um DJ, was there anything Toy Fair wise off topic that caught your eye in that um, the last couple of days? You know, I was out of town for three days when Toy Fair hit, so it's been kind of frustrating to be able to go back and try and figure out what I missed and what actually would catch my eye. Just pick through the wall of news. Yeah, not a whole lot. I, I, I think uh, Wonderfest out of Japan had more things that caught my eye than to- toy art or toy fair. What's the what's the thing out of Wonderfest that caught your eye? Well, the, the obvious one was like you know, MP Dinobot getting announced. That was nice to find out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw some people who didn't realize that the silhouette wasn't of any kind of prototype. Oh no, though no, that's straight up CGI models. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I saw a brief exchange somewhere on like maybe Facebook of some people going like, "Man, I can't even tell how he transforms." And I was like, I got bad news for you. <laughs> with, with, with a lot of cheating. Yeah, that's that's one. That is a masterpiece toy I'm going to be skeptical about until we see pictures. Like, I, I'm okay if he doesn't look perfect. It's just the idea that they might actually get his robot bits to fully hide from a front view in the dino mode. I am highly skeptical of that actually working. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. Like, of all the figures I could think of, like, Dinobot probably cheated the most to get from one mode to the other. And they totally could figure it out. I'm not saying it's impossible. Like, just... uh, we've we've seen it. Like, 
the deluxe from Universe 2 was is a lot closer than the original toy was. Yeah. yeah. And like I got the Henke version and it's 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 real it's real all right. It's just like I I will be super happy if they figured out how to not have a robo rib cage on them. But if they do, it's kind of my expectation, so I'm not going to be disappointed, I don't think. Um they got a lot of work to do on that one. I'm not even expecting that to be out this year. <laughs> um but yeah, no, yeah, Wonderfest happened. Um, there's a bunch of cool news that dropped there. Uh, lot, lots of lots of good news everywhere for for Overwatch fans because you're getting actual toys that aren't Funko Pops. Um, it's always nice to find out. There apparently was a debate about the Funko Pop versus the Nendoroid for Tracer, and that, that was interesting because it it became the conversation of yes, the Funko Pop is cheaper, but at some point, cheaper may also mean garbage, and also in the in the context of cheaper. Sometimes stuff just looks bad. Uh, so it makes me happy that I'm not attached enough to Overwatch to want toys yet. Um, there's also there's actually some really cool unofficial third-party Overwatch Figma-style figures getting out of uh, China right now. Uh, Paternia John got the uh, the Widowmaker that some company made. It's interesting. But that does it for our Toy Fair talk for now. Um, so let's let's end this one with uh, just a little touch of what we got. Um, anyone get Transformers this week? Yeah. Hand up. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaron, what'd you get? Uh, I got Megatron and Prime, as we'd kind of talked about a couple of times. Yeah. And, uh, and TJ, what about you? Uh, the same and Stormshot. Stormshot's from RID. I remember now. There are some RID (laughs) names that are very hard to remember because they sound like, you know, those names where it's like word word. Yeah, yeah, like last charge, or or like all the mini cons from the Rid Minicon wave. Yeah, like I don't remember Lancelon is the only one I remember because that's a cool name, but I don't remember what he looks like. Uh, all right, let's. If you guys got the the new Voyagers, let's let's have a little powwow about the new Voyagers and how I have no idea what you're talking about when you're <laughs> debating their guns. <laughs> uh, the stickers really suck. Yeah, as just a blanket statement. Um, yeah, man. Like, a bunch do they suck. Yeah, I've transformed Prime into truck mode twice now, and I've already got yeah. the back end of the truck stickers are peeling on me. Yeah, the the way that... So the the middle section, what's the... I guess it is kind of the middle section of his tank because the side of his arm... They're the side of his torso is the back... Or is the front part of the tanker tank. But so the middle part um, is on an arm that goes up and down that covers up his thighs uh, for Chris's sake. Mm -hmm. Um, That thing has enough action and touches other things potentially that causes it to rub. The issues with my prime is one of the jet nose cone pieces doesn't fit back into his lower leg quite perfectly. So it sticks out some. Uh, um, there's, it feels like there's just a bit of like flash or trim that is just barely in the way so that it doesn't all pull together quite well. Uh, that, and I still am not a fan of the stuff that goes beside the head in order to fill it out. Yeah. Is it um, easy to not deploy that or does that kind of oh, pop it, out? Yeah, you, oh, yeah. You have to, you have to like press his ab panel, the, okay. the truck grill ab panel to to pop it out uh, and it's on the same like pivot system that the previous ones have been mm. 
Um, so he he still has some motion left or right, but I just I get that you, you're trying to make the Voyager's head look bigger because it's yeah otherwise kind of an over, undersized head for a big body, but man, it it it, it just is a gimmick that. I wish there was a different way to do it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Some of it, it works. And I'm surprised sometimes to find out that it's detail that matches the original G1 design. Yeah. Like, uh, on Prime, it works because the G... It would almost work on Prime. Because the G2 head is wider and it does have those extra bits to it. It's the fact that half the Titan Master is gray. And there's mm-hmm. a separation between the blue. Yeah, like, I think there's an illusion there you could capture, but it's just missing a little bit. Mm. But <clears throat> uh, excuse me, um, I like the way that the shoulder pylons can kind of tuck back behind. So if you don't want the big pylons, you can have it cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like G1 mode. Yeah, that's um, why there's the two different colors, you know, but uh, <laughs> Other than that, his, like, I continue to have issue. So his jet mode, or his truck mode is okay. Getting the wings to tuck in place is a little weird sometimes. Um, it's like the tab pattern on the inside of it is meant for a left-hand side and a right-hand side. And then I only got one side's. If that makes sense, where it's not like they are some they are symmetrical, and it's I did not get two left hands or two right hands, um, but there's there's just the way that some of those tabs internally sit just don't line up for me. Yeah, like uh, right now I've got mine in the truck mode, and the wings have to be the wings have to be askew from each other. Like there's yes. tab in points where the wings attach to the inside of the legs for truck mode. Mm-hmm. I don't have one of them disengaged right now because there's two specific tabs. Mm-hmm. It looks like they should overlap to interlock with each other, but they don't. And it'd fit better if I were to just trim one off and it wouldn't affect anything else on the toy. Yep. Um, but yeah, between that and then the jet mode, the way that those wings sit um, as a jet like it's the reason why I said I like Octane better because with Octane those wings are a big solid piece and they look like they're supposed to be doing something with Primes it's like I don't are they supposed to flap or or does it do something else yeah um and it's just I them trying to use it I guess but it doesn't doesn't play well yeah, given that they're remolded on Octone, I'm actually even more confused about the wings for Prime. Like it feels, mm-hmm. it feels like maybe a jetpack kind of gimmick, but I, I always assume that was just there for you know the eventual Octane. Yeah, yeah, and the way that the wings sit in truck mode, it it's fine for it to be a solid wing. It's not like that it has to fold up in order to tuck into something. So I I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe there's a third tooling they want to do there, for him. Yeah, there could be. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my prime thoughts. Yeah. Like it's, it's a flawed toy to be sure. There's something dumb and fun about it though. Mm -hmm. Like I like it. I like it well enough. There's just points on it that really should have come together better. 
that's mm-hmm. kind of some of the feedback I heard on him is like of the two, he's kind of the really dumb one, but in a way that's kind of endearing as well, which is sort of how I always felt about his jet mode. <laughs> like, like I said it when we first saw it, I'm like, there's no defending it, but I like it. Yeah. From the weird tube shape to the giant just half truck cabs under the wings as like engines. There's something very toyetic about it that I don't mind. But I can't I can't defend criticisms about that stuff because it's like, no, that's literally there staring you in the face. Right. Well, how about uh, how about Megatron? So Megatron, I will fess up to uh, my first impressions being incorrect. Um, I had an issue the first time I transformed Megatron in that his like his lower legs, you peel open the back part of it. You flip his foot like 270 degrees to become the thrusters for the jet or that you see the like intake things on the front of the tank mode. And then you collapse his thigh down into his calf. The problem is there's a point where it sits and it feels like it's done. And that's not the end. You have to then give it another little push to put everything together. And everything mostly tabs before you've given it that final push. So the first time I went through all of his transformations, he was super loose. And it was the case of like, you push one panel, it opens another thing up. You push that one down and it pushes this piece out. And it just kind of chased the issue around. So when you transform him, make sure that it all comes together and clips together and holds together. And it will, but you got to give it some. Mm. Yeah, I had this I had the same experience for a while where it just took that extra oomph into the legs in order to get everything to line up the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like it does go, but it's one of those like it, it reminds me of like uh, it reminds me of uh, Takara's black arachnia where the head just needs that little extra push to make it actually fit in right. This is yeah. where I'm OK taking this long to find the figure because at least like everyone else is figuring all of this out. So when I finally find those two, it'll be like, oh, I know precisely what I'm supposed to be be doing Mm -hmm. with this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because once you figure that out, it fits together solidly enough. Like, I'm happy with it. But the the thing that I really dig about Megatron is the whole flip out for the um, for the jet cockpit. And the way that the cockpit nose hides in what becomes the seat for the titan master yeah uh two very interesting and and pretty smooth um ways that that goes together Mm. yeah because when you first start transforming him you flip that when you flip megatron's panel down for the first time his chest you realize like oh half the jet is tucked away in that torso Mm mm-hmm like, there's no way to see it in robot mode unless you're specifically looking for it. Right. And that's also where the button that flips up his shoulder things hides. Is yeah, you, that's the You that pull the down his thing. chest. Yeah, that was a weird thing to me because it's the only button that wasn't, like, very obvious. Right. And that's why with that, uh, with the ab panel where I was kind of surprised that for Blitzwing that didn't get remolded. It's just painted differently. Where they could have done that. In order yeah. to to do uh, to make it more a little bit more blitzwingy, but again, I don't, I couldn't tell you directly what blitzwing's abs look like. So, yeah, they're kind of just in they're because they're right underneath a you know a folded cockpit 
mm -hmm. type of design. I think that they're a very easy thing to just forget about visually. Right. So d does that figure, do you think that figure really works as a Megatron? Like, does he feel Megatron-y? Yeah. Um, other than, like, the tank treads on the arms are a little bit in the way, and I wish that for his chest, if it's going to be a sticker, that it was one big sticker. Yeah. Or I don't know why, well, I, I know why, because they use the foil stickers for the wings, but that should have just been one of those clear stickers mm -hmm. that yeah. goes across the front. Or, oh, or painted on. God, painted on. Of course, painted on. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of Blitzwing. Yeah, you mean you mean those those god awful triplicate yeah. squiggly. Yeah, that looks awful. Every photo of that makes it look worse. And it's not a thing that you can get a good angle on because hey, it's foil. Yeah. It doesn't blend in at all. And those are factory applied, right? Yeah. And do mm -hmm. they have any guidelines or are they just nope. there? Nope. Okay, They're just yep. there. Just yep. here. She's the wind. The same is on. There's a Decepticon symbol on the nose cone, and mine is so off center. Ugh. Just when we went through this last line, the squiggles don't work when they're stickers, mm -mm. unless they are on a clear backing. Then they might work. And like that was the lesson to take from the last time. Not to go. Oh, the white the white paper didn't work. We'll make it foil metallic instead. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not cool. I mean. You have companies like Repro Labels that are just sitting there waiting to capitalize on that, and that's great because it means that a solution will exist. But it's like you're also paying for those stickers to some degree. Right. Yeah. That's it's just, it's just disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing, but like I think it works overall for Megatron. Cool. Yeah. Like I like getting I like the idea of it's both of the vehicle modes he's typically known for now, since he can't be a gun. Mm -hmm. But he holds an advantage over Blitzwing because he's mostly gray shades of plastic and that his vehicles look a lot more solid. Yeah. Whereas, like on Blitzwing, you have to go with, well, the rear of his tank is purple because that's just where the wings have to be. Mm -hmm. Megatron doesn't have that issue. He just looks like a solid tank. And also it gives him the upside of looking uh, vaguely leader one-ish in jet mode and what better nemesis for an optimus is there than a leader one god i'm waiting for transformers cloud to turn this one into some weird star scream too i'd yeah, be up probably. for the, if cloud still existed i'd be all up for that um any other stuff about those voyagers you guys want to throw out there not really i think i'm yeah covered all yeah. right Oh, I, DJ, I, wish his, I wish I wish his other gun was black, so his arm can was one color, but that's about it. I got I got you some black paint. I can sell you for some good prices. It'll get it'll get through the border. No worries. I got people. That's, it's good to know. But uh, TJ, you got something else? Yeah, got RID Storm Shot. Yeah, I uh, I saw Blast Wave at Walmart when I went to pick up Sky Shadow, mm -hmm. and I spent a good five minutes going like, well, if he's here, Storm Shot has to be here. <laughs> and he I just hate not. that feeling. There were a billion Grimlocks and strong arms. And I hate that you go to the you go looking for one particular wave or look at the new stuff, and the one you don't want is there. So you know it was here at some point. Yeah, yeah Blast Wave looks awful, by the way. In person, he does. He mm -hmm. does. He's got this giant piece of card art of a character who, not just the head, but also the chest, the crotch. A lot of parts of Blast Wave's model don't look anything like Bludgeon. Like. Unless the reveal is Blast Wave is bludgeoned in disguise in the show, this is a 
an actually terrible toy. But that's not what you got. You got Stormshot. It has Stormshot. Okay. So you know when a cartoon or a movie or something wants to have a setting in a kid's room? Yeah. But they don't want to pay to have the like to have a licensed transformer sitting in the shot or drawn mm-hmm. in, so they have to do a generic stand-in. Mm-hmm. You know, it it bright and colorful, and it looks like a star screen. It looks like a familiar transformer. It's Brand X shape-changing robot. Yeah, that's Stormshot. That's yeah. That's how he looks to me. He looks like yeah. He's like he's like when they play video games in a, in a movie. He's like. The guy in the background of the other transforming robot anime. Mm-hmm. Like, he almost looks like what people used to think GoBots looked like when they didn't remember what GoBots looked like. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. I give him this. For an R.I.D. toy, he has a very nice load of paint on him. That's good. Like, the entire top of the wings are painted in except for the panel lining, so you get this white lining shining through it which is a really cool look. And he does have a good amount of uh, paint apps going on in robot mode. So he breaks up all of the solid colors nicely, but he is just straight up, just generic. Like, like he does everything. Okay. But not outstanding. And he doesn't do anything egregiously wrong. And his transformation only has like one good trick to it, which like, which is how, uh, the wings and the nose cone fold up into his backpack. Mm. Like it, it like accordions in on itself in a really cool way. He's one but, of those toys where it's like, I want him so much for those very reasons of being like a generic robot. Cause those don't actually happen all that often in transformers, yeah. mm-hmm. but red warrior toys are also commonly as much, or if, if not, maybe even a dollar or two more than generations deluxes you know, on my shelves. Um, and I think they're, they're kind of on par over in the States whenever I'm there. And like, yeah, that's they run really... about. You're good. Yeah, well, RIDs. I was at Walmart. They run about fifteen bucks, and a generations will run you about eighteen. It just kills me because, like, I want that figure, but I'm like, I'll probably pick them up because I don't pick up a lot of Rid toys nowadays. I usually wait for the Adventures versions. But I'm like, I, I, I like them a lot, just not for twenty bucks Canadian. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but like, he strikes me as like the perfect thing to stand in if you're playing the Decepticon campaign of a video game and need a generic enemy. Yeah, or if, yeah. you know, just for for photos or B-roll, you need an Autobot to get killed and you don't want to do it to one of the, the ones people know. Stormshot dies a lot in my photography. Spoilers. <laughs> um, that reminds me, actually, there was something from Toy Fair that I said we were going to talk about and I forgot to bring up. It was it was a, a little tidbit that got out, which is a little bit freaky, especially for Canadians. But also for you guys, Voyagers in the movie line are going to be 30 bucks. Ugh. Yay. They're already 30 Canadian dollars over here. So I'm 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 getting ready to see $40 Voyagers uh come this summer. So PSA for everybody who didn't catch that. Like, you know, if you're on the scorn train with me, that's going to be a $30 scorn if you're in the states. But, you know, Maybe that maybe that's happening to give them more paint. I don't know. Sure. If that helps you sleep at night, go ahead. It it doesn't even help me sleep at night. I don't know why I'm saying it. I have I have no reason to be. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a new transformer I got that I've talked about a bunch already. I got Sky Shadow, so now I know what the Overlord toy is going to be like. 
And uh, I like Sky Shadow a lot. I actually think Sky Shadow looks really good as Black Shadow. Uh, he wears the mold very well. Um, and the thing I like about this toy a lot is it is very easy to transform, but you get results. Like the, the legs turning into a tank. You fold up the feet, you flip out the turret parts from the shins, and then you just fold the legs up. But the geometry makes that turn into an incredibly convincing tank. Okay. Uh, and then, like, the, the upper torso is also very easy to transform. Not as convincing a jet, but he's not very hard to transform, but in the fun way. Not in the you-should-have-had-more-transformation-steps kind of way. Like, everything I'm doing feels like the next thing I think I'm supposed to do, and then he's done. Um, and like I said before, you don't need to remove the headmaster. It's even in the instructions to swivel the helmet around so that, the, you know, it's if you leave the headmaster in, the face isn't sticking out. Um, the two modes are pretty darn good. Um, you can clip the tank to the underside of the of the jet super solidly. It's a big, long C-clip. Uh, it doesn't come loose uh, very easily. Uh, the base mode is fine. I agree with Ian Reed. The base mode is really cool, except it feels like the wings should have been able to fold down a bit more to be legitimate ramps to the ground. Uh, they kind of stop before that happens. Um, I have a text message. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, but I have a text message. Who's it from? It's a secret. I have secrets. Um, but uh, going to the base mode, you actually don't have to separate the robot apart, which okay. is kind of cool. And then, and no one's going to agree with me, or some people might, but a lot of people will disagree about this and for reasons that are correct. But if you turn the, because you can turn the upper half of him into a jet without removing the tank at all, because uh, the jet mode just has a socket in the back. If you leave his legs attached and then just fold them up on top of the jet like gigantic fast packs which also just kind of looks like the tank is sitting on the top of the jet. I think it kind of works in a very non-aerodynamic BS Transformers toys kind of way. I think it kind of works if you don't want to have to separate your Black Shadow to transform him. He turns into a jet with a tank sitting on top without pulling him apart. It's okay. not too hard to do. Okay. So there is that. Um... But in robot mode, his articulation is pretty good. No waist joint, which I was somewhat disappointed by because of the way he combines. The The way he combines, it's super solid. You just jam the two pieces together or pull on them hard enough until they come apart. And there's just like a spine that goes up into the jet that has friction nubs on it. And the connection's very solid. I was hoping that spine would be on a swivel. So cause, so it could have a waist joint because there's I don't believe it's impossible for him to to have a waist joint. There's no no transformation reasons or structural reasons. Uh, so I was kind of hoping he'd have one, but he doesn't. Uh, however, he has ankle tilts and they are a million times better than six shots because they're not detented. So he has extremely functional ankle tilts and the backs of his heels can fold down a bit if you want to have his feet not flat, but like maybe up a little bit. Um, OK, so he's, he's got really decent posability, especially for his size and blockiness. And uh, even his, his head, the helmet has a hinge on the back base of the neck so he can look up, uh, which is sort of cool. Not not up very much, but just a little bit. He can't look down, unfortunately, which would work way better for Overlord, but he can look up a bit. Um, and he has the same six shot problem where the brow of his helmet is like a lid that flips down and it hangs just a half millimeter too far. So it kind of covers his eyes up a little bit as far as them getting enough light. Okay. But like six shot, you can do the same solution of just not folding it down all the way. And it's fine. And it, it, because he's all black plastic, it looks fine. So uh, I really like him. In fact, 
I think I kind of like him a bit more than Six Shot. Uh, I think Six Shot is great, but Six Shot has two clear faults. Kind of useless ankle tilts in robot mode, and for how well one of his alt modes tabs together, a bunch of his alt modes, I feel, should have tabbed together more. Um, and so I just feel that Six Shot has more faults than Black Shadow, which is hopefully going to lead to Overlord having the same experience for me, but also looking more like a character I'm interested in. Not to say I'm not interested in Black Shadow, it's just that I feel more... I feel more emotions when I see Overlord. So uh, this is all this is all good news for Overlord. I think he's it's going to be a solid leader toy. Um, so I'm I'm very satisfied with him. Uh, I also opened up from Rid the Legends versions of Springload and Starscream. Uh, that Starscream, there's nothing wrong with him, but he's completely forgettable. Uh, not inspiring in the least. I don't really care about that figure much. You know, don't go out of your way to find him. Springload is the only way you're going to get a good transforming Springload that isn't the one-step. And there's things about the one-step I'm not as into. There's also things about this Legends toy I'm not as into, but it, it's the only one I'm going to get. And he has an opening mouth, and that's cool at that scale. It's actually part of his transformation. Because you fold the mouth all the way back, and like, you know, to, to make him only have an upper jaw so that the, the rear of the truck can fill that space. Uh, and I finally opened up my, uh, my Bisque. I got Bisque. Yeah. That's a good toy. Really? Does yours have the same front wheel issue that mine does? Is it the front, if you're looking at it face on, the one on your left? Um, I think untaps? it's the one on the right on mine. On mine, but... the one on the left tends to come out, but it only comes, like, it's it's easy for me to not have it pop out if I don't push down on him too much. So okay. I think mine holds better than some other people's does. Okay. My bisque had a different problem. When I tried, you know how he's got that panel where you fold his head back? Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to push on the front of his head to do that. Mm -hmm. When I did that, the top half of his head snapped off. Oh. So I had to glue it back on. That's that's not supposed to do that. No, I, I figured it wasn't. It was very easy to, to reattach. Like there was even like a guiding peg. So I think the, the glue just wasn't very good on my okay. copy. So I fixed it. Um, but yeah, I like him. A lot. I like that you can just you can just leave the guns in his hands mm -hmm. and they end up where they're supposed to go in vehicle. That that car mode is great. Uh, that transformation is good. Bisque is a good toy. Thermidor is going to be good, too, I think. Uh, but that about does it for my what I got to this week's uh, on-topic stuff. Any off-topic stuff you guys want to cover? It's maybe like... Uh, like Not off the top of my head. DJ, anything anything off-topic and fresh on your end? Um, just to throw out something, uh, my buddy Benny in Hungary hooked me up with a rare and super obscure set of toys i think i saw this on twitter yeah i did see this on twitter yeah so i'm like one of four people that remembers an old cartoon called the adventures of t-rex mm -hmm. where the toys only came out in germany and they are super cheap and dumb but they are this weird piece of my childhood and like three years ago i didn't even know they have toys and now i've almost got the whole series like what's nice. the one you're missing um it's one of the villains named axe Okay. Just this little orange T-Rex in a green jumpsuit. It's a it's a bizarre and cheap little toy line full of one and two part figurines that doesn't know how to do uh, depth in molding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so characters who are supposed to have fangs hanging down from their open mouths have them when you look at the front, but turn them to the side and you realize their fang goes all the way to the back of their mouth. <laughs> so it's it's old 90s style of figurines and they're dumb and doofy but it's this 
weird piece of my childhood that I really appreciate. And like Benny went the extra mile to help me get him. So like super appreciate that. They, they look very Ninja Turtle-y. It was around that time, you know, because it is a team. It is a team of brothers. You can only identify by color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, they're transforming superhero type things. So it's a little Power Rangers, too. It's, yeah. It was trying. I guess it. if there is one more figure to finish this display off, that's a cool looking full set of like a weird, obscure toy line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's that's awesome. Props to Benny in Hungary. I um opened up so I had three Star Wars Black Series figures I'd never opened. So I, I opened them up. Uh, real good. They're all first order figures. One of them is Finn in his Stormtrooper armor. That's a good one. Uh, that's a good figure. Uh, I'm actually really impressed at how the helmet goes onto his head, but his head doesn't look like pea sized. Um, I also got the I had the the first order the first order Tie Pilot, very solid action figure. I think I got him because my idea was he was going to be General Hux's actual best friend. And then General Hux just kind of plays, he just kind of pity best friends with Kylo Ren. But then when Kylo Ren has to go home, he just goes and hangs out with the First Order TIE pilot. I never actually found General Hux. So I don't, I, I just have this TIE pilot now. Uh, and then I also had a Flame Trooper before the Flame Trooper became the shelf warmer of 2016 and now 2017. First order flame troopers sucks. That toy sucks. <laughs> it's not as poseable as the first order stormtrooper. His flamethrower is made of the rubberiest plastic, so it is literally warping in his hands as I try to get him to hold it. And then it's there's a hose on his backpack that's supposed to it's got a socket that's supposed to clip onto a little ball on the bottom of the handle of his gun, but all the plastics are too soft, so it just doesn't work. Flame trooper sucks and deserves to be a shelf warmer. They need to landfill the rest of them because they all suck. Flame Trooper sucks. Everyone on the internet told me this like a year and a half ago. So I'm just very late to the party. Uh, in other news, I finally threw out all my Star Wars Black Series boxes. That was helpful. Um, and very soon I'm going to finally, after saying it, I think it's the third time I'm saying I'm going to do it. I'm going to actually get rid of my Mastermind Creations boxes and my DX9 boxes that are not the fancy graffiti style ones. Uh, I'm on a big packaging purge bent right now. Did you know I still had the TFC Hercules boxes? <laughs> really? I found wow. them. In a, I found them in a blue bin, taking up eighty percent of the blue bin. So I, the three, I took the instructions and trading cards out and chucked those boxes. And I'm getting very. I still have the San Diego, not San Diego, the New York Comic Con. Remember that first Prime set with Pink RC? Yes. I still have the box for that. I think I'm going to get rid of that box. Because the diorama inside relies on twist ties that I'm never going to redo. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to get rid of that thing. I, f- I just found all this packaging that I had just thrown into bins because it was in my old apartment and I was in a panicked rush to move. So uh, it's been helpful because a lot of the blue bins that have been taking up a lot of standing space, it turns out I've been able to empty a, a, at least one of them so far. So, uh, yeah, packaging purge, baby. If you feel bad about doing it, don't worry. I'm being even worse. Like... I think I've said this before, like current Takaratomi Legends, Japanese versions of Titans Return toys, I have thrown out every single one of those boxes, and those are resealable. <laughs> anyway, that's a Toy Fair episode of this podcast. Uh, hope you all got your Toy Fair fill, because uh, we sure did. And uh, thank you, Aaron and TJ, for uh, for joining me on a weekday night in the middle of the week 
to uh, to pound through all this while it's fresh. I already was feeling a lot of the knowledge from Toy Fair ebbing away in my goldfish memory. So uh, this was helpful. Um, anyway, we'll be back with some more podcasting next week. Uh, stay safe, everybody. Stay well out there. We care about you. And uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know about these two. But I care about you. Yeah. Add all that up, I don't know what the f it means, but you got some badass perpetrators now here to stay.